Welcome to your sanity safe space. Not a fucking issue. With your favorite YouTube podcast duo. You're fucking a white male. And a white female too. Saving the millennial generation in weekly installments. <laughs> Live from a castle tower and his mother's basement. This, this is Beauty and the Beta. And we will make America great again. <laughs> And I'm going to just go to go to a date and then ask you to read your own words. Hi, how is Trump other than a douche? Not ever going to become president, right? Right? No, no, he's not. We'll stop it. What the F happened to our country, Lise? Lisa Page wrote, maybe you're meant to protect the country from that menace. And you responded, I can protect the country at many levels. How many times did you look so innocent into your wife's eyes and lie to her about it? Mr. Chairman, this is outrageous. How do you Mr. know? Mr. Chairman, this is You need your medication. But I strongly believe today's hearing is just another victory notch in Putin's belt to tear America apart. You are fake news. Very fake news. Gang free wherever he is. You absolute son of a bitch. Get your blood fascist ass out of here! I agree with that. Hello and welcome to the show. It is a great show. It is a terrific show. It is a tremendous show, frankly, the best. You can ask anyone about that. People often do. My name is Matt Christensen. I'm flanked on my right as always. I'm my wonderful co-host, as always, except for last week, of course. Oh, yeah. Welcome back. Thank you. Good to How be here. How was the big week? I know we talked a little bit about it on Wednesday, but not everyone tunes into the call-in show, of yeah, course. Yeah, it was good. It rained on our wedding day, which was kind of a bummer. But um, after about five days in New York, I was like, all right, let's go. Hmm. <laughs> Did some house hunting this week. Yep. Awesome. Well, congratulations. Thank you. And we're happy to have you back. I know people liked listening to Roaming, and Roaming filled in admirably. We love having her. We need to have her back with, with you here as well. It's been a long time. It's been since Christmas. So I oh felt my that, gosh. Yeah, yeah I was like, yeah, that's that sucks. You shouldn't just be a fill-in. You should be a regular guest, too. So we'll have to have her back uh, as third wheel sometime soon. <laughs> but, but big thanks to Roaming for filling in. Uh, always reliable and always does a great job. Another major week of news, uh, pretty dense news. I think we'll try to keep things as fun as possible as we always do. But, you know, it's a lot of uh, a lot of big, juicy topics to deal with. Uh, Trump picks D.C. Circuit Court Judge Brett Kavanaugh for Supreme Court. And the left scrambles to find out why he's Satan or Hitler or some other <laughs> evil incarnate, whatever he is. They don't know why they're protesting him, but he is to be protested vigorously. It's amazing to watch the scramble. I am enjoying they the show. They totally would have accepted any anyone else. What are you talking about? It's, yeah, yeah. It's, just it's, it's really cavernous, <laughs> uniquely evil. It's like it's yeah. like I was saying. I feel vindicated. I'm going to talk about this a little bit later, but it's I wanted Trump to go for broke with somebody like Amy Amy Barrett. Nah, and the reason just for the diversity is that why no because i think she's a, a stronger originalist than kavanaugh is i think her kavanaugh I, I, look i'd be lying if i've told you i've read their opinions in detail but what i know about kavanaugh what i have read is he has these nuanced technical opinions that really <laughs> only deal with the case in question specifically and he never speaks to broad principles broad sweeping constitutional issues in that respect i, I think he's more of a roberts or a kennedy kind of guy 
That doesn't mean he's bad, but it means that Trump could have gone for a, a more heavy hitter, someone more of a Scalia or Gorsuch perspective, a, a strong originalist perspective, and they would have protested just the same. It would have been yeah. the same. But you don't know that thing. she would have maintained that perspective throughout her career. I mean, That's it's a true. long career. It's speculation. She might be the next Ruth. Who knows? Oh, no. Also this week, Trump heads to Europe, pisses everybody off, and watching this show... Uh, he pisses everyone off to some people's delight, others less so. And I'm trying to figure out, okay, is what he's doing actually bad? Or is it just the fact that his mere presence enrages a large segment of society, especially European society even? So we'll try to figure out, did Trump do anything wrong or not? (laughs) I don't know where I stand on this European tour. So, um, so maybe you can help me out. Uh, but I do know that Mayor London Mayor Sadiq Khan got hypocritical about this whole because, of course, there were tons of protesters in London doing hilarious things. We'll take a look at that. <laughs> Sadiq Khan all of a sudden finds the value of free speech oh, and is out defending huh. free speech this week. Huh? Funny that. What changed? We'll listen to uh, to Sadiq later. Uh, you heard it there in the intro. And. Uh, embattled FBI agent Peter Strzok appears before the House Oversight and Judiciary Committees. Things get feisty. I don't think we learned anything new in these hearings. It was mostly just chest pounding between Strzok himself. I mean, I thought it was a it was a disaster. The only person that came out of it looking good was Trey Gowdy. It was it was definitely an entertaining spectacle, but I don't know that it was useful a useful it was useful for anybody, for the American people, for Congress, for Strzok. We got some good sound bites though. Good sound bites, yes. this 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 is front page news for everybody else. So I'm just going to mention it by virtue of that. But Mueller indicts 12 Russians for hacking the DNC in 2016. Um, the left celebrates like this matters, but does it? Spoiler alert: It's the Russia investigation, so you know it doesn't matter. We'll tell you why. <laughs> yeah. And Stormy Daniels arrested and briefly charged for antics at an Ohio strip club. She gets away on a technicality. Um, you said you were conflicted about how to interpret this. Are no, you I on mean- team setup? I just don't, I just don't really care. I, I don't hmm. care at all. But it is important to understand that this is the hero of the left and to look at the absurdity of that and be like, huh, that tells you something about leftists, doesn't it? Their hero motorboats undercover cops <laughs> yeah. at, uh, at dive strip clubs in Ohio. This yeah. is the lady who's going to save America. So it will be uh, all those topics. We'll take super chats in between the topics, of course, we read 10 bucks and up on the Sunday show because we are no good low-down money grabbers. We regret the policy, but we had to keep this Sunday show moving along. It's going to be all this and more in your favorite couple hours of listening material. Thank you for liking the show on YouTube. Thank you for reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you for supporting us on Patreon. Thank you for emailing us. That's beautyandthebeta at gmail.com. If you want to take the show on the go and listen to the audio formats, they're all linked in the description for you. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, wherever you find your podcasts. You can find us. Got some nice listener submissions if you care to take a gander. Got some artwork from uh, from Travis. <laughs> I like I, I love this knock her up meme. That's very clever. Oh knock her up. <laughs> knock her up. Blonde for pregnancy 2018. I hope the campaign is successful. Me too. For my own personal sanity, mostly. <laughs> Every time we talk, Skag's like, I, I hope you're pregnant soon. reduce your insanity by 50 percent maybe more correct and then uh alternate reality star rich has a congratulatory piece of art for you 
That's just adorable. married. He tells me by email that this was in fact Hitler's car in the <laughs> in the artwork. And then a Nazi blimp. I don't know. Is that the Hindenburg or what, what's the name of the blimp? I forget. Maybe. Did you see the little license plate? Uh, it says <laughs> B Fuhrer fourteen eighty eight. Oh, B Fuhrer fourteen eighty eight. <laughs> I thought it said B F War for a second. <laughs> no. It's it's his me, attention to, to detail. These yeah. always unfold as you look at them for longer. Thank you so much, Rich. And this the beautiful is... Seattle skyline. Yeah. Don't forget the beautiful Very Seattle thoughtful. skyline. I also appreciated this contribution from listener David. So not everybody listens to the to the Wednesday night stream, uh, but for people who did tune in or listen to it later on the audio platforms, it was a very technically challenged show. Discord, the software through which we actually take calls from people, is a very fickle piece of software. It tends to behave oddly and in unexplainable ways. So we had all kinds of technical problems. If you missed the show... And you want to hear a recap in 40 seconds. This is from listener David. Did you listen to this yet? No. Okay, so this is this is basically a recap of Wednesday night's stream. Welcome to your troubleshooting live. So there's all kinds of weird technical issues tonight. I don't hear you double. <laughs> Good listening material. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Can you right? hear me? Are you hearing me all right? Whoa, 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 whoa. Huh? That is Discord. Is Discord broken? Now I can hear you. Okay, okay, try, try again. Double. Thanks for the technical issues. This is fantastic. What? By the way, you'll probably hear me doubled up. The I... audience isn't listening, are they? No. You're still listening to this show. I would have turned it off like, <laughs> like 10 oh, these minutes people ago. do not have their shit together. I'm apologizing for this stream. This is our worst oh, show no. ever. The second bullshit. <laughs> yes, that's why it's the that's duct tape production. Up. I mean, after about 20 minutes, it started to work again inexplicably. I didn't change any of the settings. It just yeah. started to work. Thanks it, was, uh, it was fun to try to do live <laughs> troubleshooting. That's basically what the first 20 minutes Yeah, I was getting was. really stressed out. I was like, what are we going to do about this? That, that is so accurate. That's pretty much exactly. Yeah. So thank you, David. That was, that was funny. Did you see this Seattle parody, yeah. this rejected tourism ad? I wanted to get your reaction to this. I, forget, I heard I listen- James Woods retweeted it, and that's how this got popularized. Is that true? Oh, I don't know. Someone sent it to me. I forget the listener, so sorry. I should credit the person who sent it to me, but I, I didn't jot it down, so sorry if that was you, but thank you for sending it my way. Um, maybe he did. It's got a fair amount of play, something like 40,000 YouTube plays, and it is called the Rejected Seattle Tourism Ad, your, your hometown, or at least your current town. In Seattle, we do things differently. We're about looking forward by refusing to learn from the past. We're about compassion to a pathological level. We're about clean air, clean water, and clean needles. We're about making a home literally anywhere (laughs) we're about tolerance and inclusivity when beating up wrong thinkers we always use their preferred pronouns (laughs) and most importantly we're about bike lanes Seattle we're better than you and we know it (laughs) Well, Anna Kasparian should move there. 
Oh my God, that was so funny. I, I looked into the YouTube channel that did this and they only have one other video, but that production value is really high. Yeah. And... It's got beautiful shots of the city. Yeah. I mean, it's such a shame that, that such a pretty spot is going to ruin, apparently. I know. I always joke with my husband that if it's, it's a perfect city if we could just replace the entire population with the mm. population of the city in Texas. Yeah. I mean, every time I visited there, tra traffic has driven me crazy. I think the hill situation is a little bit rough for walking. Yeah. But, but it's a, it's a, like the, especially Safeco, the baseball, the baseball field down there on the, on the sound is incredibly pretty at night. Yeah. It's surrounded by fucking de degenerates though. I yeah. Mean. Uh, speaking of dumpster fires, you like that transition? <laughs> Give myself credit on that one. This is cringier than the first one. I watched yeah. this and I was like, I want this to be over right now. So you'll all recall Richard Painter, former George W. Bush, uh, advisor guy. I forget what he did for the Bush administration, but he's running for Senate in Minnesota as a Democrat. And he had cartoon that pig. Richard Painter. Yeah, or uh, Team America puppet. He's very puppety in this video. He did his whole dumpster fire bit we were laughing at a few weeks ago, even though, as, as I said, he has some kind of disease. So I don't want to laugh too hard. But we can laugh a, a little bit. Though. He's a candidate for Senate, so I don't feel bad about watching these, these ads. Anyway, this isn't, even, this isn't really a campaign ad. He um, is participating or was participating last week on a morning podcast show, local show in Minnesota, and he did it. He taped a promo for it, and he reintroduced or brought back the dumpster fire theme richard painter in minnesota tomorrow morning on up and adam we've got richard painter running for u.s senate against tina smith on the dfl primary ticket um how did you put this out in uh, your campaign ad well washington dc is a dumpster fire so we need to put it out a lot of water all over that dumpster fire. That's what we're going to do in this primary and in November. I have no water to put this out. Well, we're going to have to do it the old-fashioned way. Throw sand on it. Spit. Up and at him. That man, there's... He's the stiffest guy I've ever seen. It's it's oh like... He, he is a puppet, I'm telling you. Who's this other dude? He's the host of the show, whatever this Up and Adam show is. I, I'm not familiar with it. Oh, man. Well, now yeah. I want to listen to it. I bet it's going to be a disaster. The, I did check the website. The episode is up. I didn't have time to listen to it, though. Yeah. Seems like it'd be hard to listen to a guy talking like this about dumpster fires for an hour and a half straight or whatever it was. So cringy. I'll take Alex Jones for my gruff voices, please. <laughs> I'm going to listen. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you got to give it to him for doubling down on the cringe. People normally back away from that level of cringe, but he just... He just yeah, went for it. Again. I guess maybe it's kind of self-deprecating or self-aware, kind of. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, I did get actually. I got this update last week, and I, you weren't here, so I thought it was only fair since there's more Desmond news. God. Desmond is amazing. Yeah, I watched this. De Desmond is crushing it compared to Lactatia and the ten-year-old drag queen race here. It's it's all Desmond all the time, and Lactatia is really taking a back seat. But the reason this update I think is important is. Huffington Post full-blown endorses this Desmond stuff at the Good end morning of... morning on Up and Adam. We... Nope, not you. Shut up. <laughs> Let's get Desmond in here. So Huffington Post puts out this tweet um, at the end of, of June and says, as Pride Month comes to a close, Desmond is amazing. The 10-year-old drag kid from New York is proof that the future is queer. So the Huffington Post, a quasi-mainstream outlet, is now promoting this. A child 
is proof that the future is queer. This is a brief video from the Huffington Post on Twitter about Desmond is amazing. I was born in Pride Month in the year 2007. Gay pride means self-expression to me. I'm a drag kid and I live in New York City and I am an LGBTQ activist and advocate. I've always been able to be myself because of my supporting mom and dad. Say hi, mom. Hi. That's my mom and I love her to death. Drag is a form no of expression and being yourself and it, dressing however you want and looking fierce no matter what you're wearing. Even if your eyeliner went down and it's like so bad, um, you still look fierce. My motto is be yourself always, but I like to add this on. No matter what anyone says, and pay the hater no mind because they're not as fierce as you. Hmm. Your thoughts? Or do you feel Desmond did out? I mean, that kid's not even gay. He's not we, we, sexually we aware. Know. He's yeah, prepubescent. We, yeah. But I know that he's going to have a fucked up sexual identity because of the shit his single mom did to him. Isn't it interesting? Because previously, the defense of this that I saw all the time was, it's not sexualization. It's just a kid dressing up how he wants. Let the kid dress up. Well, now he's explicitly an LGBTQ activist, activist. and advocate. When to your point, I sincerely doubt that he, one, is LGBTQ. That doesn't mean you have to be to be an activist or an advocate, but two, but he really understands as part of the community. It's I guess. I mean, which one is he though? Is is he gay? Is he bi? Is he? Is he, he he's not trans. He's been he's watching tra in the same video. I think you might have cut it out. He says he's been watching RuPaul's Drag Race since sure. he was two, and that's yeah. how. Since he was two, you want to? Does anybody want to make the argument that a two-year-old is self-aware? That a two-year-old used uh, his own agency to flip through the channels and decide he wanted right. to watch RuPaul's Drag Race, right? Because he identified as similar to this person, especially yeah. sexually, before he has even gone through puberty. This right. is this is mind blowing to me. Every time I see this kid, it kills my soul a little bit. Why do you do this to me? Why? Uh, because well, one because it elicits hilarious reactions, but two, <laughs> I do think there are serious social implications. The more yeah. and more this is promoted, because well. Uh, one, we see that this issue kind of creeps into children more and more, even though that's denied all the time. And then two, the initial denial of the sexualization, they say this has nothing to do with sexualization. It's not sexualized. Well, then it, it creeps into sexual advocacy, sexual identity, all those sorts of things. So I like right. watching, I like watching the slope being slipped at each and every step. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess maybe the counter argument, their counter argument would be that LGBTQ isn't necessarily a movement about sexuality. Uh, to me, that's what defines it. Yeah, me too. I mean, maybe that's what they would say because you're, you're born that way or something. I don't know, but you know, there's Desmond watch lactation. If you're out there, you're really falling behind. You gotta, you gotta catch up. We need some more. No. Or maybe lactation has no. been fixed. Actually, maybe that's maybe, maybe lactation's What was it? Is lactation's the one with the weak dad, right? The weak dad and the fat mom. Yeah. Maybe lactation's dad woke up one day and was like, it's enough of this crap. I'm taking over. And he, he I shut it all know. down. He was wearing a jean vest. I don't think that he found his balls. Yeah, he was real. He was real punk rock. Lactation's dad. This is just sad. I mean, what's going to happen when this kid is like 14? He decides that he likes girls and no one ever bangs him again because his mom did this to him. Again, or or because everybody can look up this stuff. Now, maybe they won't care if he's 25 and he did this weird stuff when he was 10. Seriously? But 
I would care because I'd be like, you come from a dysfunctional family and you have latent issues with your yeah. sexuality. I mean, there poor parenting, the poor parenting of your single mom. No, that's another understand. issue. And that's another issue beyond the sexualization is lady, you're putting your kid on display in a compromising way in a, in a way that he is almost certain to regret in his adult life. And he'll never scrub this stuff from the internet. Now that it's out there, it's never coming down. It'll oh, the live chat's ribbing me because I had I said have sex with him again. No, I meant like ever, not again. Oh, fair enough. Fourteen year old shouldn't be doing that. I mean, yeah, it's just embarrassing. There's there's no scrubbing this from the internet. There's no there's no putting this to bed. He's gonna have to live with this for the rest of his life. How about this story out of uh, I, w- I would say my neck of the woods, but actually kind of between you and I, like out of near Missoula, Montana. This baby. It was really touching. This this was um, yeah, touching like. It's it's very discouraging and very encouraging at the same time, if that makes yes, sense. Yes, I mean, the outcome was touching. Did you cry yeah. when you watched the video? Uh, I mean, I appreciated what the sheriff's deputy... Oh, you're talking about... Well, I'll put it up on the screen. You're talking about this scene. The baby... This is not a stock photo. This is the actual baby involved clutching the actual yeah. finger of the sheriff's deputy who saved him. I'm prepping for the show like... <laughs> right. So, so this is um, this is out of Missoula, Montana or near Missoula, Montana, Lolo Hot Springs. An insane story that went national this week. Uh, It started on uh, Saturday night last week. Police were called to Lolo Hot Springs, southwest of Missoula, on reports of a man acting strangely and threatening people. This man um, is a guy, he's a 32-year-old from Oregon. His name is Crowley. Uh, I forget his first name, but this Crowley guy from Oregon is arrested. And he's under the influence of drugs, reportedly meth. And in interviewing with the police, he tells the police he had buried his five-month-old son alive somewhere in the mountains. Okay. So there's, a, there's a, uh, an investigation, a search that is launched that night in the Lolo National Forest. Forest Service, Bureau of Land Management, Montana Highway Patrol, and Missoula County Sheriff's all deployed, or Sheriff's officers all deployed uh, in a search and rescue effort overnight. Eventually, a sheriff's deputy, Ross Jessup, we'll hear from him in a moment, heard a faint baby cry and found the child buried under sticks and debris. The child was wet and clothed only in a soiled onesie. The temperature was 46 degrees. The officers got the baby to the hospital where he is expected to be okay. He's now in state custody away from his degenerate dad, who now faces child endangerment charges as well as uh, other charges pending. This is our this is our dad guy here, this Crowley fellow. But what the sheriff's deputy, Ross Jessup, had to say uh, in describing the story of finding this child to local news, I found to be uh, pretty touching, including the, the, the finger story that you were that you were. Um... Do you want <laughs> I, I just realized I, I realized I just kind of put myself in an awkward spot. The story <laughs> of the child endearingly clutching the officer's hand. Let's put it yeah. that way. <laughs> okay. This is, uh, this is uh, Sheriff's Deputy Ross Jessup, who, f- who saved the baby. Search crews, desperate for leads, hiked late into the night, coming across debris, footprints, but no baby. Jessup says he followed his gut, but prepared for the worst. I even blurted out uh, to Nick several times, like, Nick, I'm just, I'm so mad that this is happening. Like, I'm so mad that we're looking for a dead baby. But even after nine hours, the faint cries coming from the mouth of this five-month-old child prompted the officers to switch off their radios, look down, and see the infant lying face down under a pile of sticks. 
police tactics, police trainings, they all went out. I saw this little tiny child. My father instincts picked a, pick, kicked in and I picked him up, scooped him up. We swallowed him in a down coat and a beanie hat and I just held on to him. He says the baby was coughing and spit sticks out of its mouth. He was alert. I looked at him and I just, I couldn't thank the Lord Jesus enough. I was just so happy. The infant was taken to the hospital where this photo oh was my taken with its small hand, <laughs> clutching the finger of Captain Bill Burt, who Aww. says the baby wouldn't let go while it drank three containers of Pedialyte supplements. So I guess that was actually not Jessup's finger, but another sheriff's so deputy, sweet. but close what enough. Man. What a good man. Yeah. With an epic mustache, too. Very quality handlebar mustache. If you're if you're listening to this on the audio platforms, Google Sheriff's Deputy Ross Jessup and you'll see a very fine handlebar mustache. That's true. Not crying. You're crying. <laughs> Beyond just the, the admirable effort of these officers, the, I can't emphasize enough as someone who spends a lot of time in national forest land around here, the sheer luck. Of something like that. I don't know how close it was to a road or something like that. Maybe it was just close to a trailhead. But to to bury a baby out in the woods in this part of the country and then just happen to find it, that's that's yeah, miracle stuff. Yeah, it seems remarkable. It seems yeah. remarkable. I mean, the, and the baby was crying continuously too. Is good. I mean, they would never have found the baby if it wasn't crying. Yeah, for five hours, wet in forty-six degree weather. That's pretty impressive. Now I was thinking about this too. Imagine that this child is expected to survive, hopefully survives and then has no lingering issues. Imagine being told when you're 15, 18, 20, whatever you find Your out about messed this. out paw buried you in the ground in the yeah. Montana wilderness. And Ugh. going back and listening to like stories like this about you. Yeah, it'd be how horrifying, crazy. but also you would realize how lucky you are to be alive. And that gives you a you know, particular perspective yeah. on your I, own existence. I just wonder, presuming his dad is still alive at that time. I mean, his dad sounds like the type of person who'll be dead in a couple of years through his own fault, basically. Yeah. But, I know that it's, it's, it's a sad story, but it, I also found it incredibly uplifting, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, did he ever give a reason for, he was just like, I was on meth and I don't know why I did this. Did, was he having, I know he has a, a longstanding, uh, based on his criminal history, which apparently goes well beyond just this incident. Uh, he, he shouldn't have been in custody of a child at all, it seems to me, but I have no knowledge of this. It, this was not a one-off incident for this guy. He has had several run-ins with the law. So I don't know why he did that other than he seems like the kind of guy who would be like, I don't want this kid anymore, and I'm on meth, so I'm just going to go oh, bury it. I just assumed, I don't know why I assumed this, that he was having some elaborate hallucination and he was trying to like hide the baby or something like that. Yeah, I, I would I would say it's a safe assumption based on the facts that, that dr drugs or substances were a factor. Oh, for sure, yeah. Yeah. Look at the picture of that guy. I mean, yikes. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm ready to hop into the, the serious topics, if you are, the big stories. Uh, starting with Brett Kavanaugh's nomination. Do you want to hop into that or should we take a break? Uh, we should probably do a wee break. Mm -hmm. Go we for it. Lots of super chats. Um, Alessandro Cortara. Blonde, I found out my friend's ex is a porn star. My friend told me she was raised by lesbians. Mm. I wonder if bad relationships with men influence her career choice thoughts. Also, Matt, I got a PO8 Luger. Oh, cool. Congrats. Well, I, I don't know that? if it's... I'll, I'll congratulate anyone who gets any gun for any reason. <laughs> Sounds cool to me. Um, yeah, I would say that, that probably had something to do with it. Uh, although I think it, the angle I would take probably is that her moms were like your body is your choice and you don't have to have any shame about any of your sexual decisions 
Hmm. Uh, but maybe maybe that is an angle, uh, your angle. Uh, Matt F., as much as I love roaming, it's great to see you back, Blonde. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Evan says, Blonde, Owen Benjamin just moved outside of Seattle and is looking for new friends and people to act in some comedy sketches. You should hit him up. I actually went to his show and... Um, I was like, we should hang out before I move. And he was like, okay. And so I shot him an email. Um, we'll see if he falls up. He's a really busy. Yeah, guy. hopefully so. I want to be friends too. I know. He's, I he's so cool. Out. I want to yeah. meet his wife too. Stealing Souls 15. So we're not talking about Hulk Hogan's reinstatement into HOF, a Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. Uh, how about why hot dogs are in six packs and their buns in eight packs? <laughs> the why? world will never know. They are, aren't they? I'll just say that I do think Amy was a better option. Mm. Thank you, Stealing Souls 15. We appreciate that. Um, economic wrong think says I'm applying for a government relations jobs. Can I use you guys as a reference? Yeah, we'll write shitty references. <laughs> you don't want to reference them to this show, but if they do to my channel, you will not get that job. If someone wants to call me and uh, I'll say, well, if he listens to my show, he's got to be sensible. And cool. <laughs> yeah, so I'd sure. recommend. Agreed. Travis Valle says Crowder's got a new bit. Crowder confronts where he confronts people in mm. person who made threats of violence against him online. Do you think it's a slippery slope to harassment or doxing? Love the show. We talk about this a lot. Um, this is something that I am fine with and doesn't offend my sense of morality or principles at all. And even if it did a little bit, I don't care. I can't comment on it without watching. We talked and about this on Wednesday. I have not seen it. So without seeing it, I am not going to endorse or disavow. He's not um, showing up with a gun. He's just coming to people that threatened him with violence first. Yeah, Whatever. and if it's specifically targeting them as opposed to trying to shut down a business or something else, I have less of a problem with it. But uh, but let's. I'll, I'll have to check it out. And now that so many people are talking about it, I feel like I've got to. Tuway says, I'm in the UK, ethnic English, and Trump was great. There's a lot of support for Trump here. Uh, can we have him as prime minister when you're done with him? Great show, by the way. No, he's ours. You can't have him. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you for that. Pharisee says, wanted to say before, but couldn't until now, swastikas and the last few hoax hates were the right way. Your fake news, Matt. Uh -huh. I don't think they're, they, they're on, on like a. Yeah, they need to be at a 45, but also they need to make S's. Those did not. They were the wrong way. They, they were, were flipped, the right? They were the Buddhist way. So you check, check it. Hindu? I'm 100% confident. Uh, Neo Unrealist, something did come out of the Strock hearing. Jim Jordan badgered Strock until he admitted under oath that disgraced Bruce Orr, who was Nellie Orr's husband, passed the Trump dossier from Fusion GPS, for whom his wife Nellie works, to the FBI. Um, I did hear about this, but didn't hear it within the Strock hearing. Um, hmm. I mean, that's true. That's at, at least something came out of it. And, and Trey Gowdy got a few good ones in, which we're going to talk about in a few minutes. Um, dildo swaggins every time. <laughs> Congratulations, Blonde, to you and your husband on your recent nuptials. I'm hoping you get pregnant soon so we can all cruelly fat shame you. Mm. <laughs> you guys are That's monsters. true. Prepare yourself. I'm ready. I've heard it all at this point. Boogeyman917, hey, welcome back. We missed you, Blonde, fascist, bleepity bleep. Cheers to you both. And cheers to you, Boogeyman. Let's just do a few more right now. Sure. Super wrong thing. Congratulations on the wedding, Blonde. Roaming Millennial did a great job, but nothing compliments Matt's quasi cuckery or full on cuckery like the righteous judgment of our little blonde hitlerina i'm i bet my parents are so proud of me i'm so glad my husband doesn't listen to this podcast Nick it is Hawk. the polite agreement hour between <laughs> roaming and i yeah. was it yeah, I well, know, I, we're very, yeah but we're she and i are very similar temperamentally so yeah. you know the the contrast isn't there yeah um last one for right now and then i'll circle back for all y'all that i missed nick hawk glad to see your back blonde as always you're a breath of fresh air matt not so much but i love the show anyway <laughs> come on without you without matt absolute son of a bitch <laughs> you know you're the average of the five people that you talk to the most like i hmm. need you so that i don't become 
an insane fascist propagandist. That that's that's you're serving your purpose. In the and I need you for bloodlust. <laughs> It's really a symbiotic yeah. relationship, isn't it? Of course. All right, let's keep going. Okay, I'm actually, I'm excited to talk about this. So we were wondering, last we spoke, Trump, uh, or Kennedy had just retired. And we were talking about who might be, um, who might be nominated to fill his spot on the court. And, but mostly what we wanted in a justice to, to fill his spot on the court. And now we know. So it is D.C. Circuit Court judge, 10-year vet of that court, Brett Kavanaugh, uh, Brett Kavanaugh. Sorry if I said that weird. He is a former Kennedy clerk, uh, and by all accounts, more of a conservative or originalist than Kennedy. But uh, as I was saying at the top of the show, his opinions suggest that he is not going to be of the Gorsuch, Scalia, originalist, right-sweeping, principled opinions mold. He's going to be more of the let's be very technical and speak only to this particular issue in this particular case mold. The reality is, whatever you think of of Kavanaugh, whether you are satisfied with his opinions or not, there's not really a lot to protest here. There aren't really outlandish decisions, insane decisions, especially as far as the left is concerned. And he's been very careful over the years, very careful about what he says, especially in lectures, things like that. Uh, I think he knew, he always knew he was going to be up for it. Hmm. And the reality is, beyond his his, uh, view of the law, He's plainly qualified. He's done his time on the courts. There's no reason to say he's not qualified to sit on the uh, Supreme Court bench. There's really nothing to protest here other than Trump picked him. Mm -hmm. So that's mostly what they're going with. I loved this. Within about two seconds of Kavanaugh being announced, there was a group called demand justice that ran an anti that ran this (laughs) anti-Kavanaugh ad called Stop Brett Kavanaugh. Call your senators. Stop Brett Kavanaugh. It's impossible that he was even vetted in the amount of time in the time frame between the announcement and and this ad running. This is from this demand justice group is run by former members of Hillary's campaign led by Brian Fallon, a former press secretary. So this is 30 seconds from demand justice. Again, out this basically aired right after Trump's primetime announcement. This was on TV. Donald Trump just nominated Brett Kavanaugh to the Supreme Court. Here's what we already know about him. Derpy Trump picture. said he'd only pick judges who reverse Roe v. Wade and outlaw abortion. And Trump made it clear his nominee would vote to overturn the Affordable Care Act. Okay, but notice what they did there. Here's what we already know about Kavanaugh. Trump said he would pick this stuff. Well, Trump said, not Kavanaugh said. Right, right. You don't. You didn't say anything about Kavanaugh. Well, they had right prepped there. this except for the first bit. Yeah. Clearly. <laughs> Donald Trump just nominated Brett Kavanaugh. <laughs> To the Supreme Court, what an extremist Brett Kavanaugh is. That, it might as well have been that. It dubbed over like those crappy, like they used to do on the movies on TBS, you know, when they say a swear word. and they, Well, that's what the women's march did, but we'll talk about that in a second. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, here's the rest of the ad. Letting insurance companies charge more or refuse coverage for people with pre-existing conditions. Call your senators and tell them to oppose Trump's extreme nominee. Stop, Brett Kavanaugh. <laughs> Trump's extreme nominee, that guy he picked tonight. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, so I have a few issues with this. One, to the point I was saying, um, you're, you're taking Trump's campaign pledges about who he would pick and then assigning them to Brett Kavanaugh. If we accept that reasoning, it, what you're really saying is Trump can't make a nomination. You're not saying Brett Kavanaugh needs to be protested specifically. You're just saying 
Trump said he wants a justice who will overturn Roe v. Wade and the Affordable Care Act. So Trump can't make a nomination. That's yeah. really the conclusion that that they're that they're reaching without explicitly saying it. Well, they've also said but, that he shouldn't be able to do this at all because he's under investigation. for. Yes. Money. I want to speak to that. In, in a little bit, because that that's one of they have so many straws they're trying to grasp. Yeah, that like being one of them. One. Yes. So to the points on Roe versus Wade and, and the Affordable Care Act, it's not at all clear. In fact, there are plenty of no. reasons to doubt that he would actually overturn these things. So uh, he's never really spoken to Roe v. Wade explicitly, but there are some proxy cases. The closest case they have is a case called Garza v. Hargan. Uh, this was a case that decided whether or not the federal government had to let an illegal immigrant teen in custody get an abortion. Kavanaugh dissented in that decision, and he argued that the government did not have to allow this abortion. But he did not speak to the question of whether the abortion itself is a constitutional right. He could have. He did not. So, so you know, take, interpret that how you may. And in his previous confirmation uh, before the Senate for D.C. Circuit Court, Kavanaugh said to senators at the time, I'll respect precedent on abortion, though he declined to speak to Roe v. Wade specifically that case. But he said, I'll respect precedent on abortion. Well, I mean, what else could he? That's what he was referring to, clearly. Yeah, I uh, point is like their case that he's going to that he's going to make sweeping change or just um just overrule Roe v Wade entirely not at all clear based is on this his the rulings hill the and, left wants to die on killing babies it seems so yes. stupid to me also it wouldn't change things for the states you could probably still get a late term abortion in some garbage state if you just said you were depressed yeah that is an, that is um it seems like a really bad strategy for them to to go at this so hard yeah, well, they're picking all the worst issues, as we've said. They pick. They send David Hogg out to talk about taking your guns. They send Alexandria Cortazio, Ocasio Cortez, Cortazio, whatever her <laughs> name is, to talk about communism light. They, yeah. of course, have been talking about the um, democratic socialist gag, about banning ICE and doing away with no borders. They're picking very fringe issues that most Americans don't yeah, like yeah. at all. And to this point, as someone who whose view on abortion, I can't. I, my, I can't exactly figure out where i stand especially as far as the law should be concerned but do i have an issue with first of all i think this constitution is silent on this i think roe was wrongly decided because i don't think there's an explicit constitutional right to an abortion therefore it should be decided at the states is it the worst thing ever if i have more control in my state about how this issue ought to be decided in my state if you want your abortions on demand in california go for it and then they don't have it in alabama that's fine (sighs) But no, we have to have it. We have to have California for the whole country. That's their motto. Mm-hmm. That California is a leader. We have to basically nationalize California. No, thank you. How about we um, have California secede? That that would be a better option. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but and then to the point on on the Affordable Care Act, also not clear. Right. right. You would vote to to overturn this. So it's it's difficult to actually make this case. He already upheld his court. I should say already upheld. Uh, the the um, Affordable Care Act, and he used reasoning that some argue was actually adopted by Chief Justice Roberts in in upholding the case at the Supreme Court level. So um, Kavanaugh's court upheld the constitutionality of the individual mandate in 2011, and Kavanaugh dissented. But his point was that his court should not have heard the case in the first place, since uh, a 1987 or sorry 1867 law forbids judges from ruling on tax cases until uh, the tax has actually been collected. In 2015, his court again heard a challenge 
to the Affordable Care Act on the basis that um, revenue-raising bills must originate in the House. His court rejected that challenge as well. Kavanaugh again dissented on the basis that the bill did, in fact, originate in the House. So technicalities, again, Kavanaugh, technicalities, speaking to very specific issues as opposed to broad principle. But he's had opportunity to make sweeping statements about the Affordable Care Act, and he has declined. Right, and to there's do a difference that. with Kennedy. I mean, Kennedy would see what he wanted the political outcome to be, and then bring in technical issues to support what yes. he wanted. I don't. I don't really see Kavanaugh doing that. I don't. Uh, as as someone who loathes every Kennedy opinion I've ever read, basically, which granted is not all of them, but I feel like I have a large enough sample size to get a good idea. Um, yeah, I don't think he's going to be. I don't think he's going to be on the Kennedy level of political calculation supported by technical straw grass. Then it's already a step up. Yeah, I, I, based on what I've seen so far, I do think Ka- Kavanaugh will be a better justice than Kennedy. Um, but the bottom line, I think, is that uh, as I've said, I think he constricts his opinion uh, as much as possible and, and he adheres to those technicalities. So anybody who tells you that he's going to overturn Obamacare, he's going to overturn Roe. Based on his prior career, what he's written about these things, it does not seem like he's going to make sweeping changes to precedent. So it's very difficult to protest him in the way that they are. But that's not going to stop them. Uh, because So here's, here's some of the other straws they're grasping at. In addition to this, Trump can't make a nomination because he's under investigation. I'll talk about that in a minute, like you mentioned. But the other thing they're going after here is that Kavanaugh wrote in a 2009 article for the minnesota law review that sitting presidents should not be prosecuted by normal means as a constitutional matter he wrote the indictment and trial of a sitting president uh, president moreover would cripple the federal government uh, rendering it unable to function with credibility in either the international or domestic arenas such an outcome would ill serve the public interest especially in times of financial or national security crisis now what the left and a lot of politicians, people in media, leftist activists, they're interpreting this to mean that they think Kavanaugh is saying the president should be above the law and immune from prosecution generally. Uh, That's that's, not at all what that says. No. Especially if you continue to read the article. Now, why is Kavanaugh saying this? Isn't he just advocating for special counsel in, in these instances? What he's advocating for is the impeachment process as the correct remedy, which, by the way, is the constitutionally prescribed remedy. remedy. So what he writes is, but the Constitution already provides this check. Uh, If the president does something dastardly, the impeachment process is available. No single prosecutor, judge or jury should be able to accomplish what the Constitution assigns to Congress. Oh, so you're just abiding by what the Constitution says. Oh, I see. What Brett Kavanaugh is saying is, look, if the president has a a serious law-breaking violation, high crimes and misdemeanors, as the Constitution says, Congress will impeach him, remove him from office, and then if there are criminal charges or civil charges, whatever, whatever you have to do to remedy it legally, you do it after the president is actually removed from office. Right. That's that's how you solve it. This is not a controversial opinion. It's what the Constitution says. But they're going to say, they're going to twist it and say, Kavanaugh thinks the president should be above the law. Da, da, da. And, and they're going so far as to say Trump picked him specifically right, to that. shield himself from the Russia investigation. Dun, yeah. dun, dun, dun. Because theoretically, Mueller is going to bring some gigantic charges against Trump. Trump's going to pardon himself. And the issue of whether the president can, in fact, pardon himself will go before the Supreme Court. That's what they think. Dangerous spaces just said, uh, the left are so stupid, they're arguing against the impeachment they want. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Correct. <laughs> 
Correct. Idiots. Exactly. And then the last straw they're grasping at that you you had mentioned, they're going with this line, no nomination for a president under investigation. So just the fact that he's under investigation means he can't nominate uh, a justice for the Supreme Court. No. Like that precedent could never be turned around on them in the future. Correct. So what it's Gavin McInnes's bit, right? Let's play this out. Let's think about the implications of this standard. Okay. So are we really going to say that a special counsel or an investigation of any kind, in this case, Mueller, that Mueller, just the fact that he's investigating gives him the ability or just negates all presidential power or at least some presidential power for as long as he wants. Like Mueller doesn't even have a deadline. He yeah. can just stop this presidency from happening for four years because he's investigating. Is that, is that how we're going to operate? I mean, uh, that's what they want. They, they have no foresight. And they're like, this is what I want. And I want it now. I don't care. I don't care right. how it affects the future. <laughs> also, is it just Supreme Court nominations that we can't have while he's under investigations? Why that and not all the other presidential duties? Why? What, what makes the Supreme? Explain that to me. They would advocate for a suspension of all presidential duties. Okay, that's what impeachment is for. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, which again, impeach the dangerous him, space is... Really impeach him. That's right. Um, and, then, and then an additional point. Do we not believe in due process? I thought, of course they don't generally, but I thought we did. Innocent until proven guilty. Okay, you can't... So think about what they're arguing simultaneously. Trump shouldn't be above the law per Brett Kavanaugh's Minnesota law review piece. He shouldn't be above the law, but also he should be way below the law because he should be punished without going through due process and being found guilty. Do you believe in equal application of the law to everybody or not? Do you want to just punish Trump before investigation and due process has been served because you don't like him? And again, (laughs) to your point, is that really a standard you're comfortable with? Because it will be used against you. Of course. Of course it will. Um, We will use it against you happily. If you want to remove presidential power, as they do, stop insisting the president have so much power all the time. (laughs) And then secondly, impeach him. Yeah. It's not complicated. Mm -mm. (sighs) Okay. (laughs) Any more, any more thought? Do you have any more thoughts on their points of argumentation? Because I find them all to be grade A bullshit. I don't think there's... I'm not saying you have to support Kavanaugh. I just I have not seen a strong case about why he's unqualified to sit on the court. Yeah, I mean, we pretty much expected this and called it before he said that it was Kavanaugh. We were like, they're going to be unhappy with anybody he chooses. Uh, Amy Barrett would have had that impervious cloak of womanhood, but I think they still would have ripped her apart anyway. I agree, which is why I wish they would have picked her because he could have just gone for broke and faced and they wouldn't go more intensely than they are now. They're already throwing everything they have on it uh, at it and it's insufficient as it usually is. Um, yeah. th- they don't on abortion too and vocal about it. So hmm. uh, <laughs> you mentioned this women's March. <laughs> That's this is exactly like the stupid stop Brett Kavanaugh ad. It's clear that they're putting these materials together before they even assess the facts in any way. And they spelled the, its name wrong. Yes. The Women's March or organizers of the Women's March released a, a they had a press release that went out and they didn't bother fixing their placeholder to put in the name of whoever the nominee was going to be in response to Donald Trump's nomination of XX <laughs> to the Supreme Court of the United States. The Women's March releases the following statement. Trump's announcement today is a death sentence to thousands of women. Oh, I didn't even read this. <laughs> Trump's announcement today is a death sentence for thousands of women in the United States. And you wonder why you have no more credibility. 
And by the How way, so? talk, about, talk about death sentences for women. Tell me more, Women's March, who want to abort thousands of women yeah. every year. To, who, who's ending women's lives more than you guys? Are you kidding me? <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then, as you mentioned, Judge Brett Kavanaugh. C-A-V-E? There's no, so nobody there's no QC'd e? this, clearly. Well, it was, what do you expect? It was, it was done it was by a, a bunch of release. women. Yeah, whammon. <laughs> You're rubbing off on me. Anyway. True. I mean, come on. They couldn't even get a proper press release together. A bunch of women. Like one man would read that over and be like, you idiot broads. Here are some red line corrections and then it's fine. I disavow myself. Anyway. Uh, the, my, my favorite uh, piece of protest on Kavanaugh. <laughs> See this letter from uh, Yale students and alumni? Yes. Okay. He went to Yale, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So that's the origin of the conflict is he went to Yale Law. He gets nominated, he being Kavanaugh. Yale puts out this press release that says, yay, one of our graduates is going to the Supreme Court. Isn't that cool? Because we're Yale Law School. We like prestige. We want to celebrate when we get a member on the court. That's, that's very cool. 200 students, staff members, and alumni of the Yale Law School signed an open letter calling for Yale to rescind its support for Kavanaugh, basically to disavow him. And it should be noted that the press release uh, from Yale did not celebrate Kavanaugh on political terms. It wasn't like, hey, aren't Kavanaugh's opinions great? It was just one of our graduates is on the court. Isn't that cool? They can't even celebrate that. So this, this letter reads, apparently, uh, the press release, the Yale press release celebrating Kavanaugh's nomination, its focus on the nominee's professionalism pedigree and service to yale law school obscures the true stakes of his nomination and raises a disturbing question is there nothing more important to yale law school than its proximity to power and prestige yes exactly why else do you go to an ivy league school yeah power and prestige is a big part of that calculation yeah Uh, at a time when the president and his associates are under investigation for various serious crimes, including colluding with the Russian government and obstructing justice, Judge Kavanaugh's extreme deference to, execu- to the executive poses a direct threat to our democracy, as opposed to you guys who don't like the constitutionally prescribed means for how to handle business in the government. This is not a place of learning. This is a home. <laughs> Uh, it's a direct threat to our democracy. You guys are the ones interfering with the process the Constitution prescribes. What are you talking about? I'm starting to think that it's just not very much of a feather in your cap to be going to an Ivy League school these days. I guess not. I mean, you'll remember Yale previously. Yale was the site of that Jalen Luther protest over the Halloween costumes back in 2015. That was a big eye-opener for me, I thought. These allegedly ultra smart, ultra gifted kids are yelling that at their faculty. That chick just melted faculty. down on her professor. What else did she say? Like, this isn't a place of learning. This is a home. This is a which home. Is, which is just yeah. idiotic. I mean, this yeah. is by definition a place of learning. Like, what are you talking yeah. about? This is a university. It just made me think, like, they're taking anybody and these kids don't know what's going on. And they're kowtowing to their idiot students. Yes. Uh, so, reality on Kavanaugh is they have nothing. They're too lazy to find anything. Uh, And they don't have the votes in the Senate to stop it. Even if Murkowski and and Collins, those uh, moderate Republican women senators, uh, even if they defect, even if they decide he's too radical on Roe v. Wade, which Susan Collins cares a lot about, said it's a deal breaker for her, basically. 
it's really highly likely that some red state Democrats on election hot seats like John Tester here in Montana or Claire McCaskill in Missouri, they're probably going to vote for Kavanaugh just because voting against him. If Tester votes against Kavanaugh, I'm already pissed off at Tester for voting against Gorsuch on purely political terms. If he did it on Kavanaugh, I'm I'm already off the Tester train anyway, but I'd be double pissed at him if he does it again. I don't think he will. That would be a widely held view, I would think. Yeah. So, uh, so it's likely that some Democrats, if you, if you jump in, they don't, they can't stop it. Chuck Schumer, the rest of them, they can't stop it. They act like they can, but there's nothing. They but can they do. should keep trying because it's funny for everybody. True. I enjoy the show. <laughs> anyway, it, it seems, uh, so uh, I don't know what this timetable for confirmation is. I, I think they're going to try to get this done before the midterms is what it sounds really? like. Really? I believe. I thought they were aiming for like October, I think. I don't know what the timetable is either. But, Let me know in the live chat if you know, but I, th- I, I was expecting like three months which is uh yeah i think you're going to see it happen before the uh the the midterms probably um i I would i would suspect part of the calculation is electoral pressure on some of these democrats too yeah so it'll happen it's not going to be any problems other than the hilarious sideshow that the chuck schumer and, and the rest of them insist on putting up all right, next up is uh is is Trump going to Europe, but we should try, probably take another break before we yeah, talk about that. Yeah, let's, let's do a few of these. Um, Evil Fuzzy 9, trivia I learned from annoying Twitter drama, only nine states in the U.S. have an age of consent of 18, two-thirds have it at 16, the rest 17. All but two countries in Europe are 16 or lower. Yeah, where I'm from in Missouri, the age of consent was 17. I think it's 16 in Kentucky and some other states. too. I believe it's 16 here. Uh, that yeah. seems reasonable to me. The distinction between 16 and 18 is arbitrary. I think at some level, any of these lines are kind of arbitrary, but as long as they're not... Well, there's a like reasonable, a as Jank would say, reasonable, we need reasonable ages of concern. I mean, yeah. I don't think, yeah, I don't think 16 is out of line. I don't think 18 is out of line. Fat Hooligan says the Seattle travel bit is 100% spot on. It's a shame, though, because it is a beautiful area. You just have to get past the tent villages and drug-addled vagrants. Congrats on your wedding, Blonde. Thank you, but is there any getting past that? I don't know if I told you it's, this on the show, but my dog stepped on a needle. Didn't <laughs> which like, one was it, Caesar or uh, no? It was musket. it was the husky, hmm. and he it didn't like it didn't go into his paw pad, but it like he kicked it and it rolled down the hill. It was an uncapped hypodermic needle. Yeah, I don't care I was, how how pretty the surrounding landscape is if you're dealing with that. Yeah, yeah, I know, but it's it's a damn shame. It's population replacement and like not the kind the left wants. Like I just want to lift up every person in the city and then give them to some other state and then take their population catapult maybe bulldozers maybe <laughs> bulldozer out of bulldozer them out of town yeah right uh Redicus says dumpster fire what about Haya? also child protective services would have taken desmond away from his mother for sexualizing him um i mean i wish i wish we could do that in sweden they'll take your kid for homeschooling though a sanctuary of monsters have you heard about jeffrey sumter being jailed for defending himself from three attackers at a dunkin donuts in Connecticut? yes i doubt um, when did this happen well, this might be different. The story I heard was in Virginia, but I thought it was the same name, Dunkin' Donuts. Maybe this, maybe I got the state mixed up. Okay, so the, the deal, I was going to do a video on this because I suspect there's more to the story than I'm aware of. But the facts I'm aware of, this guy works at a Dunkin' Donuts and three people come in and start assaulting him. I'm not aware of what the nature of the conflict is. He runs outside. They're still attacking him. He slashes one with a knife he gets charged for assault or whatever. He's he's facing serious jail time, like 18 months, or is going to jail now, not just facing, but he is going to jail now for like 18 months. One of the attackers was found with shotgun shells, not a shotgun, 
but shotgun shells. The point is, at least in my understanding, as far as the court was concerned, he didn't fulfill his legal obligation to flee. Basically, he he was he it's he wasn't allowed to stand his ground in this place of business where he worked, and he didn't fulfill his legal obligation to flee. So he is now going to jail for eighteen months. Your legal obligation is to flee in some states. You should be aware of this in the state that you live in. Some states only have castle doctrine, which means you have no obligation to flee in your home or business, which I don't know how this works. I don't know what Virginia But in somebody is. else's business, you have to try to See, run away instead of fight. What if running away is, is not a feasible option? I don't want to overstate because I'm not keenly aware of the facts on this, ah. but I do know that this varies by state and your, your duty to flee varies by state. In most states, you don't have a duty to flee your home. But I think in this case, it's ambiguous because it's not it's like where he works. It's not his business Ugh, neutered by law. I hate it. Yeah. But you should to the to the extent I think everybody should be prepared for self-defense. Um, I you should also be you should also understand the laws that govern it in your state because you might end up in a situation like this. That sucks. Yeah. I mean, 18 months is better than getting killed or maimed. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I would rather have a charge for, you know, let's say you're concealed carrying and you, it ends up saving your life or somebody else's. I'd rather have a charge for that than be dead or harmed. But that's outrageous. Uh, yeah. Uh, Levi Mortensen, love you guys in my weekly sanity safe space. First time tuning in live and want to shout out to my brother, William, who will hear this later. Well, hello, ah, William cool. Mortensen. And thank you, Levi. We appreciate that. Appreciate it. Zach says, I can't believe about a year ago I asked if children would be more sexualized and it's only gotten worse. Matt, knock, knock up a stripper so you can create <laughs> a filthy centrist kid and bring balance to the force. I hope I've done better than a stripper, but. Better than a stripper. <laughs> I think. I think. Um, I We'll see. I don't. I'm. I don't think she strips. Maybe. Okay. I haven't. I haven't done my extreme vetting yet. Extreme vetting procedures. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Nick West, Texas Bear McBurnett. Did you? Hear, ooh, sound like a twelve-year-old boy. Uh, yeah, thank God the baby say. is okay, and I hope that father takes a long walk off a short clip. Agreed. I, yeah, I, I. I would expect he never is. Uh, never has custody of that child again, no matter what. I mean, so what happened the first time? He should have lost custody. Was he just? I, I don't know. I didn't look into his legal history. All I know is he has an extensive history of legal problems. And it seems strange to me that he, he, how was he in sole possession of this child? Doesn't seem like a guy who should have been. Liberative says, well, now I have to grow a Jessup mustache and get cool. It is a cool Honor mustache. Yeah. Only a few people can uh, pull that off. Yeah. I mean, I could, tr I can't do it on that quality. I could try it, but I can't, it, it won't be nice. His was nice and thick and bushy. Yeah. 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 Uh, John McGee says there's a video on Twitter I saw this morning where Desmond mentions ketamine and makes a snorting gesture. Ugh. This kid is being exposed to some degenerate activities. Who knows what's going on at home? Ketamine is like that is deep into the drug hole right there. Yeah. Is that like a gay drug? Let me know in the live chat. Uh, I don't know. Is I'll that look it like up. a gay drug? Is, I that know one, is that one of them gay party drugs? Let's look <laughs> it up. Uh, Joseph says so France's economy is going in the shitter and about 20 years the country will be renamed the Islamic Caliphate of France our culture will likely be erased but at least we are the world champions hooray love you guys huh. how do you Sorry, spell Joseph. this drug ketamine oh I spelled it wrong k-e-t-a-m-i-n-e -E. kids also call it special k I know that from South Park um oh okay it's like a it's like an anesthetic it's used for pain relief sedation Oh, so it's not a sex thing. No, it looks like a depressant rather than a stimulant. But never mind. I retract my I retract my comment. Huh. Well, why does he know what ketamine is then? Uh, I don't know. Huh. 
I mean, I'm sure you could use it for recreational purposes. I'm just telling you it's you know medical purpose. It induces a trance-like state while providing pain relief, sedation, and memory loss. What is that? That's what Wikipedia mean? says. Dude, just just smoke weed or drink a beer. <laughs> like, why do you? Yeah, do Desmond. We... Smoke <laughs> a fatty Desmond. with blonde. No, 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 not Desmond. I'm just talking about people in general. It's like yeah. ketamine. Like what? A horse yeah. tranquilizer? Yeah. Uh, Zergelhop says my voice was featured in that clip of the Colin show. Thanks for Ma- thanks, Matt and right, Juan. Cool. I wish you Godspeed on the impregnation. Um, I presume he's talking to me. And BB is back. So. Yeah, oh, really. baby. Um, I hope, I hope baby's not mad at us for no Wednesday. big donation from BB. She says, love you guys. And then Thank we have you. a double donation from DBA 1564. It's for $50. So we should refund one of these. Can we do that? Um, actually, I don't think I can. You have to get in touch with YouTube to do it. There's no DBA. I- you accidentally sent us two $50 donations with the same note. So I presume that you did not want to do that. You're going to have to get in contact with YouTube because we cannot refund you. It's yeah. Um, if you email me, I might be able to direct you, but there's no button that I can push. Cause it's all, it's all the, you know, the money goes to YouTube. It doesn't go. And then I get whatever scraps they. <laughs> yeah, whatever they get back. Yeah, but it Sorry goes through YouTube. Goes through their grubby hands before it gets to me. Uh, DBA fifteen sixty four. Been watching you guys for a long time. First found found you via Matt's YouTube. Sincerely appreciate ah. everything you're doing. My question is, how did you meet and decide to do a show together? Do you want to oh, take boy. this one? Well, uh, yeah, I uh, I'll be as brief as possible since we've told this story a million times. I think, but we'll do it. We'll do it once more. Um, so I formerly did a podcast that didn't work out. I knew I wanted to get back into podcasting, but I needed, I didn't want to do it solo. And I needed the right co-host. So I spent some, I just wasn't podcasting for a couple months. And then Blonde showed up and wanted to stream. This was like two years ago and changed. This was like Memorial Day 2016. And I think I pe- had 8,000 subscribers when we started. Yeah. And I was sitting at like 15 or 20. And people liked the stream. It was just a Google hangout, nothing fancy. And so I knew I wanted to do a permanent show. So I messaged her. I was like, you want to make this permanent? We could do it every week. She said, sure. And, um, we've done it almost every week for two plus years now. Yeah. Jeez. It's crazy. It has been, and our technological situation is, uh, not that much better. <laughs> I mean, well, it actually is. If you go back and look, it's production wise, it's improved a lot. Let's do a few more. Thank you for that DBA. Um, e- email us if you're not able to sort that. Out. Uh, Dan Lopez says, Thoughts on he who shall not be named doing a 180 and supporting the president's actions. I know you're talking about claiming that he only never trumped because nobody could have known that Trump would be so conservative. Did he? I assume you're talking about Ben Shapiro. Did he say well, that? Well, he says that frequently. He that, said that, that nobody could have known Trump was going to be. Well, I don't know if he says it that way. He says that he's frequently surprised by the con- the conservative way that Trump has governed. That's no, what really? he says. Yeah. Turncoat mother. <laughs> Uh, thank you for that, Dan Lopez. Carnarvon, Carnarvon, uh, blonde replacing the Republicans with her womb alone. Matt not realizing his reasonable arguments aren't improving his reproductive chances. God, I love this show. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> Appreciate funny. it. Let's do two more and then we'll circle back. Michael Schlecht just got back from a week in Portland. Weird. Everyone we saw was either smoking pot or sleeping or sporting an 80s lesbian mullet. Yeah, and everyone sounds- was signaling level over 9,000. Sounds about right. It was a weird, it was a weird eclectic city when I lived there, but it wasn't the social justice stuff had not yet arrived. This was 06 to 10. The Seattle light. I went there, I don't know, a year ago and I was like, this city is just it's gross. Like Seattle. It smells like pee. Everybody's I weird. Hope it's not super dirty. Back in my time, it was pretty clean it depending on the parts of the city. When I, like Seattle levels of filth. Do you remember the part of the city you were in? If you, uh, along the river downtown. I don't know. Probably anything. Southwest. That sucks if it was, cause that's like the cleanest part of the city. Oh yeah, they have all these bum bathrooms down there now, and uh, they like bang and poop everywhere. Dang it! 
Yeah. That's all right. Um, I don't live there anymore. It's fine. Last one for right now is from Roadzilla5332. <laughs> Any progress on getting Liberty Dawn roaming on a stream? Desmond ah. may be gay until someone explains he will have to take a fat D up his A-hole. Jeez. <laughs> My goodness. Jeez. Oh, our show. Um, do you want to take the first question? Then? I got my Michelle Wolfs. <laughs> okay, so uh, this was mentioned last week uh, that Liberty Doll had challenged roaming on some video roaming made the problems with libertarians, something like that. And Liberty Doll wanted to talk with roaming. And this week on Twitter, I said, "Hey, I can probably facilitate that. I'll host you both if you'd like." Roaming uh, wants to do a different. A debate on the same theme with somebody else on CRTV. I said, fair enough. Uh, so it won't be happening on my channel. Something of a similar flavor will be happening on CRTV. Uh, and we haven't we uh, we had Liberty uh, Liberty Doll on like a year ago, and we haven't had her back. But her channel's done. A year ago? It's been a while. Her channel's done really well. So I I, I said that we'd like to to have her back uh, on the show. So it could be as soon as next week that she'll be back on the show. Great. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's come back to the rest of these. Okay. So Trump goes to Europe this week. And as I said at the top of the show, I have difficulty in deciding how I want to interpret much of this. Really? I thought he tore it up and was hilarious and lovable and just did a great job. I don't think that it is as bad as people make it out to be, but I do have some maybe minor points that concern me. I'll I'll, I'll see if I can challenge you maybe on, um, well, on the the Theresa May stuff, maybe on the Brexit stuff, maybe. Uh, This NATO stuff, People have a huge problem with, I don't see the huge problem. What happened with the NATO thing? So on Wednesday, uh, Wednesday morning in Europe, Trump is at a meeting of NATO leaders in Brussels. Trump rips NATO members generally and Germany specifically for not paying enough for collective defense under yeah, NATO. He sure does. Now, the reason Trump ripped Germany specifically is they're, um, they're building infrastructure to get energy from Russia, natural gas, uh, a deal with Russian, uh, the Russian national gas company, Gazprom. This is a project that's being overseen by former Prime Minister Gerhard Schroeder. So there's this cozy relationship between former, at least, German government officials and the Russian government. Gazprom is Russian government controlled, if I'm not mistaken. Cozy relationship between the Germans and the Russians to get a bunch of energy. Meanwhile, the Germans are, at least according to Trump's accusation, outsourcing their defense needs, having someone else cover the bill. Part of that defense is from places like Russia. Meanwhile, they're increasing their dependency on Russia. There's kind of an inherent contradiction or hypocrisy there, and that's what Trump uh, was speaking to. So let's hear what the president said at this this breakfast. Sad when Germany makes a massive oil and gas deal with Russia where you're supposed to be guarding against Russia and Germany goes out and pays billions and billions of dollars a year to Russia. So we're protecting Germany, we're protecting France, we're protecting all of these countries. So we're supposed to protect you against Russia, but they're paying billions of dollars to Russia. And I think that's very inappropriate. And the former chancellor of Germany is the head of the pipeline company that's supplying the gas. Germany is totally controlled by Russia because they were getting from 60 to 70% of their energy from Russia and a new pipeline. On top of that, Germany is just paying a little bit over 1%, whereas the United States in actual numbers is paying 4.2% of a much larger GDP. So I think that's inappropriate also. You know, we're protecting Germany, we're protecting France, we're protecting everybody, and yet we're paying a lot of money to protect. 
And the criticism is, oh, he's undermining our most important alliance. He's making the NATO's going to fall apart. He's making enemies of people we need to be friends with, all that. I don't know. I mean, I thought that was stern, but fair. Assuming the facts are true in full disclosure, yeah. I have not vetted the claims of statistic or fact in the in that. Um, and nobody can omit us from trade agreements. We're just too important. Everybody just goes in there trying to be all diplomatic. Look at them with their fingers crossed, and he just whips out his big swang and dick and this is hilarious yeah. i just thought he did an excellent job everybody there is just clearly uncomfortable if that is true and again i've not looked this up but if it is true that we are paying up to four times as much as a percentage of our gdp for collective defense why then yeah i do want someone to go sternly to bat for other countries to start pulling their weight i i don't think based on what he said here as i said i thought it was stern but i don't think it was Isn't disrespectful Germany the fourth or, biggest economy in the world I wouldn't be surprised. I, I I don't know. But it's not as though they're some tiny struggling country. Right. I mean, that's disproportionate weight on us. Hmm. Burdensome. So I don't think he's wrong on the facts if they're true as presented, which I guess is a truism. But you know what I mean? Like if if what he's saying, if the premises he's saying are true, I don't have a problem with his conclusion. Um, and I don't have a problem with the stern tone because I think it was stern but not outrageous or disrespectful. I think it was just talking about a real issue on stern terms. That really didn't bother me too much. So I, I don't actually understand the controversy surrounding this, but maybe I don't have a nuanced enough NATO mind to understand it. Uh, no, I mean, people are mad that he's upsetting the status quo. Huh. But he's not just going to these meetings and paying lip service to other world leaders, which he's, you know, not going to do ever. Yeah. So that is, uh, that's Wednesday. Later in the week, he goes to the UK. And there are massive protests we'll get to in a minute. Hilarious protests. But he first, kind of the first issue of the week is he does this audio interview with The Sun. And Trump criticized Theresa May's soft Brexit approach. And again, I am not Brexit expert guy. I understand that Theresa May has been pursuing a soft Brexit policy or kind of a half-sea Brexit, right? Like a weak sauce Brexit, not good enough Brexit for a lot of people who voted for Brexit. versus or a hard, not at all Brexit. Right. Versus a hard Brexit policy that would be a real severance from the um, the EU. So anyway, Trump's, Trump's criticizing her soft Brexit approach. He says it's not what the people voted for. And Theresa May specifically didn't take his advice on how to handle Brexit. He says he also praised Boris Johnson, who just resigned from uh, May's cabinet over the Brexit issue. So Johnson will theoretically be a, a competitor within the party to May. Critics are saying that Trump undermined May in a way that's, um, that's not really helpful, possibly intrusive into uh, other countries' affairs. Trump um, then hosts a joint press conference with Theresa May. And he says that he privately apologized to her. And he says he was mischaracterized by the son who cut up the interview and allegedly excluded words of praise uh, that he had for me. It was but, heavily edited. Yeah. What I've heard on the son's website was like 10 minutes and it's, it's audio only, but it's clearly cut. Like, it's, it's cut into like 15 different segments. Yeah. It bounces around. Yeah. So um, Trump said what he said. Obviously there was some negative commentary about May, but it's possible that there was also a lot of positivity omitted for political purposes or whatever. But this is uh, this is Trump's commentary on May as presented by The Sun, followed by his joint press conference um, with Theresa May, with a bonus of some Jim Acosta grandstanding and getting shut down, which is always fun for a little flavor. You know, deals that take too long are never good ones. I did give uh, Theresa, who I like, mm. 
I did give her my views on what she should do and how she should negotiate, and she didn't follow those views. I would, I would actually say she probably went the opposite way. Well, I think the deal that she's striking is not what the people voted on. It's a much different deal than the people voted on. No, but it'll definitely affect uh, trade with the United States, unfortunately, in a negative way. Let me tell you, he's a very talented guy. I was very saddened to see that he was leaving government. I hope he goes back in at some he point. Being Boris he's Johnson. a great representative for for your country. Well, I'm not pitting one against the other. I'm just saying I think he'd be a great prime minister. Yeah. I think he's got uh, what it takes, and I think he's got the right attitude. No, I said very good things about her. Okay. I didn't think. And then this is him at the press conference saying, "I said lots of nice things. You didn't put them in there. I'm sorry, Teresa. Or at least I said I was sorry." They put it in, but that's all right. They didn't put it in the headline. I wish they put that in the headline. That's one of those things. And she's a total professional, because when I saw her this morning, I said, I want to apologize, because I said such good things about you. She said, don't worry, it's only the press. I thought that was very, I thought that was very professional. I might add, Joe, I might add, uh, well, that's, that's, that's called being, oh, don't worry. I've been, they've been doing it to me, and I do it to them. <laughs> yes, speaking of doing it to them, Jim Acosta, Mr. President, Mr. President, you ripped CNN. Will you please allow me to ask you a question about CNN? Nope, because <laughs> CNN is fake news, classically Trumpian. Just a funny moment from the press conference. John Roberts, go ahead, John. No, no. John Roberts, go ahead. CNN's fake news. I don't well, take sir, questions. I don't take questions from news, CNN. CNN is fake news. I don't take questions from CNN. John Roberts of Fox. Let's go right. to a real. Let's go to a real network. John, uh, let's go. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. President. We're a real network too, sir. <laughs> Isn't that classically Acosta too? Yeah. It's like, it's not about Theresa May. It's not about Brexit. It's not about the UK. It's not about US-UK relations. It's about CNN was denigrated. CNN was challenged. No. And we will defend ourselves. Why is it always about Jim Acosta? Remember how he victimized himself uh, the oh, other I week? Which yeah. time? Which time? He, well, he was the victim of of the the Annapolis newspaper shooting because now journalists are targeted because of Trump. I'm so that's, scared. I'm yeah. scared. Um, oh, that's great. So, can I explain maybe my mild issue with Trump on this, even fine, though I think it's overstated? Fine. So, the only thing that I'm sympathetic to critics on is, um. I am definitely sensitive or, or sympathetic to issues of one world leader going to another country and telling them how to handle their affairs. Like the, the shoe on the other foot for me is like if Theresa May came to the U.S. and lectured us about guns, I would say, GTFO, Theresa May, I don't want to hear it. Go back yeah, to the UK. What if our country was in shambles and we had an incompetent leader and we needed help and relied on a superior country that actually had liberties and freedoms? I mean, maybe they'd make the case that we have a gun violence issue, so we are in shambles. There I needs mean, to be some but, paternalism. And this is why I liked his treatment of, of Theresa May. He's like, you're doing a terrific job. It's like he just, just patted her on the head and just sent her on her way. I thought it was appropriately patronizing. <laughs> appropriately patronizing. I like that. I will walk back my concerns a little bit because uh, base, I don't think in the sun you can hear the question that was asked to him. I will say there's a difference between, let's say Trump goes to the UK and just gives a speech about, listen, guys, I'm going to tell you what to do with Brexit. That's different than That's a reporter asking, hey, what's your opinion about how Brexit should be handled? And it and then affects responding. us. And he was speaking from the perspective of how it's going to affect our trade agreements. So, so if that is the case, if he was asked about it and opined from there, I have less of an issue with it. Uh, some people are worried that this, you know, politically undermines May, who should be a political uh, ally. 
Um, I'm not so sure that I really see this being politically damaging to Theresa May. I know she's in a tough spot with handling Brexit and getting broad-based support for how to Brexit correctly. But, she will she will go any way the wind pushes her. She's a she's a poor negotiator and she's a woman. So I think that you know she needs to be led a little bit here by Trump. She needs to be out of government. For sure. That's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Come on, am I wrong? But, but um but well, it, it, in terms of like politically damaging her, I think you could actually make the case based on I'm guessing European public opinion that being in conflict with Trump is a, a PR boost for you, not a PR help like her getting right. along with trump would probably be more damaging for her in the uk than being criticized by yeah trump. did you see the press she got for like holding his hand when they were walking at the oh the no gala? what was that about um you know he why was why were just, they holding hands it wasn't That's like weird. they were it wasn't weird he was like leading her helping her up the stairs ah, it was at a gala gotcha. yeah it, it was appropriate but but she yeah. got shit on you know by all the cucks in her country um, if she wants to pander to the weak people in her country, that's fine. But, you know, they voted for Brexit and she's not pulling through. She can't appease everybody. The country is divided. Hmm. Well, you want to check out the incoherent protests? Oh, I do. Okay. So there was plenty of protests across the UK. Uh, there were drag queens, which we'll see. There's this allegedly gigantic balloon, which wasn't really that big. This baby Trump as a baby balloon. Um, they also protested Trump golfing in Scotland and they had this like weird punching bag of Trump that <laughs> all of these testosterone challenged men came out to, uh, I don't know, put their aggression towards. So this is some of the protest scenes from the UK <sighs> recently. It's like all women. So, but a big crowd. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. <laughs> and, and that is a lot of women. I don't know how representative that scene is. They are. The pain of drag. Oh. And the drag queens. Normalized, like, um, hate. <laughs> like, it's important for us to kind of stand up and voice our opinions and stand with, you know, other communities that he's kind of against. Okay, so here's the big balloon that they were bragging about. So we went for a giant baby because uh, Donald Trump acts like a giant baby. He's proven that again this morning by throwing his toys What's an American the doing there? You know, saying... There were a lot of Americans this curiously really interviewed. This really pisses me off. You're going to go to foreign soil to protest. What are you, what are you doing? Yeah, I don't know if the balloon was organized by Americans. I mean, she's one of the organizers, it sounds like, but... Or maybe they're Americans living in the UK. Maybe maybe it's that. I don't know. Treasonous. treasonous. Zero oh. to execution, Skag. <laughs> didn't take his advice. And again, this is the size of the balloon. This thing was supposed to be... So keep, I've heard people calling it a blimp. It's like smaller <laughs> than this. I think this is a statue of Churchill next to it, I believe. Oh. It's like smaller than the Churchill statue. Womp womp. It's not very big. Okay, then then they're going to beat up on the Trump body bag or the punching bag thing. Look at this guy. Yay. Now watch this buzz cut chick kick it after this. Hiya. When you're both violent and pathetic. Okay, so so this is the scene from Trump golfing in Scotland, and they a bunch of protesters protest him from 
the side. The part I had to cut, the, the this is Channel 4 News. They actually, like, Trump missed a putt, and then he went like, ah, dang it. You know, like, that kind of swung his putt. he violently throws his golf club. Yeah, I cut it out because for time. But the, if you want to watch the report in full, I'll link it in the description. And the, the reporter does say that. He got so frustrated that he swung his putter violently, and he just lightly kind of, ah, yeah. kind of goes like Rats, that. Yeah. Yeah. And then this part at the end. Finally, the president comes in view of the protesters and he waves at them as if they're adoring fans. And it's like, no, he's just golfing. He doesn't give a fuck, you jackasses. How do you... <laughs> he's, the, he's not confused. Right. It's like, why would I waste time on these insane people? Oh, look at this fat It was one of the most fortified rounds of golf you'll ever see. Police boats, snipers, a line of officers stretching to the shore at British taxpayers' expense so that President Trump, son Eric beside him, could enjoy himself now on his own turf. Then, at last, the moment President Trump, after two days evading them, finally face to face with protesters. He waves back as if they're adoring fans. Oh, what an ugly group of people, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. especially the Scottish. When I watched that clip, I was like, oh, my God. Did you see the reporter? What he looked like? Yikes. Yeah, I don't I, I won't take any of these people as representative of their countries necessarily. Yeah, that's probably them. true. It's probably like the worst people like, you know, the leftists are uglier in this country. Yeah, the same ones that we deal with here. They have the worst. They're the worst among us. They're they're physically grotesque, as Alex yeah, Jones would say. <laughs> fat women and weak beta males. It's, it, the maybe guy it's like the same slap everywhere. hitting the the Trump, whatever that dummy. He could barely was hold that up too. He's like, Ooh. yeah, that was that was pretty flimsy. That was not a good look. Uh, okay, my favorite part of the protest, though. Call me crazy, but I seem to recall London Mayor Sadiq Khan being a, a an adversary to free speech. Uh, I seem to recall him, as we'll see after his defense of free speech here. He, he went to South by Southwest in March, four months ago. Gave a whole speech about how he gets mean tweets. We got to regulate Twitter more. Stop mean words on the internet. By the way, his whole country has been cracking down on speech issues. Think of Count Dankula. Think of the Wiltshire police where they went and busted that handicapped man for yeah. sending a racist text message yeah, to someone. Yeah, Brittany, Martin, and Lauren. What about them? Correct. Think of all these speech issues, some of which Sadiq is directly involved with, some of which not. Like, he obviously doesn't have national control, but there's been plenty of issues in London, and he's spoken to this directly. Now, suddenly... When anti-Trump protest comes to London and they have to get the permits and clear the regulatory hurdles that they need to have demonstrations on this scale, Sadiq Khan becomes the, ch the people's champion of free speech because you had people like Pierce Morgan and others saying, well, is it actually, is it actually in good taste to be putting a, a baby image of the president of the United States up publicly like this? Shouldn't we ought not to do that? And Sadiq Khan says, well, how could we possibly curtail free speech just because someone's offended by the way i've seen no evidence that trump was offended by the balloon or tried to stop it in any way no he uh didn't address it which was the appropriate course of action yes so it, i am amazed and it's not just one clip i've got an example from good morning britain with pierce morgan and an example from bbc but but sadiq khan london mayor sadiq khan did the media rounds this week all of a sudden defending the philosophy of free speech i i can't That's believe rich that this guy 
well, let's discuss after. Is he is he possibly blind to the hypocrisy? I can't believe that. But here's Sadiq Khan defending free speech. Muslim blinders on. Hmm. Are you honestly saying that the right to protest, the right to assemble, the right to free speech mm -hmm. is limited by uh, the ridicule it might cause somebody else? I remember President Reagan yeah. without a brain. President Reagan right. being ridiculed yeah, without that's a That's a satirical television program which you, you can choose to watch. This is a satirical program. Well, one of the things that Americans love about our city are the rights we have here, the right to protest, the right to have free speech, the right to freedom of assembly. And the idea uh -huh. that we would curtail those rights because it may cause offence to President Trump or somebody else, I think Americans would find objectionable. Why? Because their own constitution has enshrined in it the rights of freedom of speech, freedom to protest, freedom to assemble. In fact, the founding fathers, you read some of the speeches from Franklin to Jefferson, talk about the importance of free, free speech and freedom to protest. And you know on. what? Our own constitution, more. look at common law, has these rights enshrined as well. And it's not for me to be the arbiter of good taste, to be the censor. Oh. What's important is I try oh, to make... Not, it's not for you to be the arbiter of good taste or, or be the censor. censor. In March at South by Southwest, this is flashback Sadiq four months ago. Sure, the protests today and tomorrow are peaceful and are safe. I receive loads of stuff on Twitter and Facebook on a daily basis. I want to share with you today just half a dozen of the types of tweets that I receive. At Warpriva tweeted, Sadiq Khan is just a gay muzzy terrorist. At Emmanuel <laughs> underscore Maris tweeted, Muslims have no dignity. We okay, the, the best part about this, I was watching Baring's video, because I did a video about this when he gave this speech, but I was watching Baring's recap of this. I had forgotten that there's a clip of Sadiq Khan saying, Sadiq Khan is a gay muzzy terrorist. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me, Sadiq. Uh, what a great clip. Oh yeah. All right, so what do we got to do about people calling you a gay, muzzy terrorist, Sadiq? What are we going to do about that? We simply must do more to protect people online. If this oh. doesn't happen, then more countries will start to follow or go further than what Germany has done. The German government have changed the law so that social media companies face hefty fines if they fail to quickly remove hate speech, Ooh. fake news, and illegal material well hold on Sadiq are you honestly suggesting that we ought to curtail free speech because someone had their sensibilities offended but I mean you could have it you could hate have speech don't you know you could take these clips I should have cut them up and have been like Sadiq debates Sadiq you could go point for counterpoint <laughs> yeah. with yeah. the things that he said so that's my question is is he being deliberately deceptive here or is he actually just blind to the hypocrisy it's no, so glaring no, no, no. He's fine with this. It, these things coexist in his own mind because he sees Trump as a as a protected class of white men. Uh, and he sees himself as a minority that needs to be, you know, defended that needs. Right. To be so so he probably would say one is hate and the other is criticism. Yes, that's exactly what he okay. would say. <laughs> somehow, somehow he's going to yes. make that definition. OK. Mm -hmm. OK. Well, uh, that's all I have to say about the Europe trip. Uh, overall, I don't want to be. My minor points of criticism aside, I would say that if there are any faults, I'm happy that somebody's going to bat for the United States and our interests where we're directly involved. I'm happy to see that, and I, I don't necessarily have a problem with that. So, uh, yeah, and I'm glad he lacks decorum and makes everything hilarious. That's true. That is, I mean, you you get what you voted for. Nobody really expected him to go there and kind of um, 
Well, nobody expects him to go to any foreign country and, and I don't know, bend the knee, so to speak. Yeah, but I mean, just behaving appropriately and with decorum in these situations, it's just not nearly as important as as achieving what needs to be achieved yeah. and protecting American interests. So Americans just don't care. He's like kind of the embodiment of this ugly American stereotype, except he's a, a billionaire Chad. It's I think it's awesome. The other thing I guess they got pissed at him for that I didn't have time to put footage together of, I guess he definitely did not observe the the etiquette with the queen like at all. You're, you're not supposed she to. She had to like hurry things. him along. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he walked in front of her and said the wrong things. Good. Or something. The royal family's stupid and they have an old American in there now anyway. Yeah. So who cares? I was saying in my hangout, we were talking about this before the show, but I wish Trump would have just said, don't tread on me, bitch, and give it another <laughs> finger. <laughs> yeah. The true American way in the spirit of 1776. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, you ready for, for Peter Strzok? We could do that. We might need a break, but uh, your guy Peter Strzok was before <sighs> House committees this week. Yeah, I know. This is just, it's taken forever. Let's do like 10 super chats and then yeah, we go can. for it. All right. JM, Trump took the easy way out uh, with his uh, Supreme Court pick. So that he can save mm. the apeshit reaction after the 2020 and Ginsburg retires or dies. Um, I kind of think that too. I mean, I think he did pick a moderate conservative. Uh, I mean, a- Amy would have been the real disrupting choice. Maybe disrupting he's. Uh, maybe that's what he's thinking. Like, I'll keep her in the back pocket to replace Ruth. Perhaps. Yeah, he could do huh. that. Uh, Rainer Chen, a lot of the Chinese Americans for Trump folks voted for Trump because he, he because a conservative justice will likely side against AA which affirmative action which discriminates against Asians in general I'd say oh. Trump's action secured those voters for 2020 yep nobody's getting screwed more with affirmative action than Asian Americans oh yeah there's a big lawsuit is it Harvard, Harvard. now or one yeah because and it's I don't think it's debatable like their their policy they yeah. they try to mask it as something else they try to say like oh these Asian people lack the social skills or whatever that make them they they, they try to judge on criteria other than race when it's very clear that they're just trying to get less Asians yeah yeah. Chicago conservative Matt, you spending too much time at Buffalo Jump? I don't know what that means. <laughs> so he he's for, he's familiar with Bozeman, and there's only, as far as I know, one strip club in Bozeman. It's like five or six miles south of my house. Nasty. It's called Buffalo Jump. I believe it has like Spaghetti Wednesdays. Some of my friends go down there, and I have been invited, but I've never attended. You could go, you know, Stormy and Spaghetti on Wednesday. Maybe her tour is coming here. People eat spaghetti and watch strippers. Apparently. Now, if if the Make America Horny tour, Make America Horny Again tour comes to town and it goes to the Buffalo Jump, maybe I'll head down there for That's Spaghetti and Stormy. All right. Whatever. <laughs> Those don't seem like a natural combination, but okay. Maria James. I don't know. Both are really sloppy and messy. I kind of like it. They go together. Okay. All right. <laughs> Maria Jameson, a big donation. Just got back from ultra liberal Chicago. Thanks for the palate cleanser. Oh, man. Well, thanks for tuning Sorry, in. Sorry. I'm sure it's really hot there, too. Um, David Harkins, I used to work in the pharmaceutical industry. Ketamine is used to put lions and tigers to sleep. Oh my. Wow. Why the bleep does a little kid know about it? Yeah, I mean, I guess oh. it's hit the street. Not a gay Dang. drug, though. Sorry. Sorry. Um, Wait, what Evan, are the gay drugs? Anyway. Meth. I would say meth is a gay drug. Okay. Ice, uh, cocaine, anything that enhances sexual performance. Just kind of party drug stuff, even yeah. though meth really isn't. Ecstasy, but. probably, although that's mm. kind of an everybody thing. Um, yeah. Evan says, Blonde, let's beam all the people of Seattle to Venezuela and take those Venezuelans that are capitalists and the whites from South Africa. If I only had a button. Clint Mert said, Matt, did you notice the picture of the black guy with the racist signs in Tampa posted pictures was lightened to make him appear lighter? 
I don't know that story. Or uh, that story's not ringing a bell. Shoot Am us I an email. Missing something? Forgetting something? Maybe. Yikes. Sorry. Have they yeah, done that we, before? They did it with um, uh, Trayvon Martin, didn't they? George Zimmerman, maybe. Yeah. Or maybe it was Zimmerman. Right. Well, they tried to make him. He was Hispanic, and they really tried to tried to make him non-Hispanic white. Seems like a lot of controversy. Yeah. Um, Synax fears any chance Mr. Medicare will show up. He loves cringe and is a master at fighting it. I fear Medicare. Well, I, I would host him for sure. Do you have, a, have you spoken to him before? I have not, but I'm sure maybe if we reach out, we could get him. I feel like if he knows who I am, he's going to come after me. No, nah, we'll butter him up. Maybe. That's maybe all right. That's all right. If he wants a war, if he wants a war, let's do it. Let's no, do it. Medicare. No, 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 just him and me. Just him and me. Let's go. His channel's huge. I think he has like 300,000 subscribers. Yeah, des- uh, stuff I've seen from him is very good, deservedly so. Yeah, but yeah, well. we should, we, I should, uh, one of us should reach out to him. Maybe he'll come up. Ooh, I'll do it. do it if you don't want. Fine. Okay, okay. BB says, Maris, love you. And big donation. Thanks, BB. Um, John Martin, funny and informative as always. The nation is based solely on blonde's laugh. It's the best. I've heard <laughs> it is a shrieking cackle. I think it does get cackly at times, which is yeah. pretty funny. It gets cackly at appropriate times. Sometimes you got to cackle. Constantine's commentary, NATO justifies its obsolete existence by crying about supposed Russian aggression. Strange that so many European countries are supposedly afraid of Russia, uh, so supposedly afraid of Russia, are so close to them. We need to leave Europe. Huh. It's a good commentary. Uh, Josh McDonald, it's been a long time, and I just wanted to drop a quick thank you for your tireless efforts. You should have roaming co-hosts and Mike Rowe as a guest. The beauty and smooth baritones would break the internet. I resent that. <laughs> They, and, they should just start their own mirror podcast yeah really it'd be kind of yeah it'd be like weird alternate universe versions of us you know rich style <laughs> yeah. uh last one for right now is from reticus banning sexy images on the tube for being offensive then sadiq khan defends someone offending somebody else also he groups people calling him names with lynching threats that's true yeah that's true i did uh full disclosure if you go back and listen to his speech there are genuine well they're quasi threats. Like some of them are, they're not like I'm coming to kill you now, Sadiq. They're like, I would like it if Sadiq died, Yeah. but they're, I mean, don't you get those all the time? Yeah, sure. Yeah. It's it's part part of being on the internet, but he does conflate them. Like he does, or he just boxes them in as the same thing. Like calling Sadiq Khan a gay muzzy terrorist is the same (laughs) thing as saying, I want Sadiq Khan to be hanged for treason. Yeah. Those are the same thing. Uh, let's mind. knock some more of these out, actually. Uh, Downskid, okay. so glad to hear Matt no longer uh, Israel, Israeli carries. What? Now that you're uh, no longer being a wuss, I'm just curious. Uh, I don't, is that, is, is it Israeli carry to not have one in the chamber? Is that what that means? Maybe. I don't know. I've not heard that term. Uh, thank you, Downskid. Stuart Kassan, Elon Musk is called one of the diverse one of the divers. Why did I read that as divers? Oh, the Thai, like the Thai guys? Uh, in, the, in the Thai soccer team rescue, a pedo guy. That's right. I saw this. Uh, and has been outed to have donated to a Republican super PAC. Is Elon oh, just a man. shit poster? Is he getting red pilled? I don't know. I mean, that that tweet that he said, who controls the media? I mean, I think he's red pilled. <laughs> My God. I saw that and I, I, I couldn't. I had to go to his page. There was more context to it, though. I, I really don't think he meant Jews. He definitely but, meant Jews. I mean, uh, the context to me suggests otherwise, but it. I don't know, man. When you say, when you just see a single isolated tweet that says, and who <laughs> controls the media? Did I it grant, have asterisks around who? Uh, it might have been emphasized in some way, but I can't recall. Maybe, that, maybe that's wrong. But the point is, the question on its own, stripped of context, definitely suggested that. I, I, I can know. grant that. I don't know, man. Maybe. We'll see. Um, 
Big LC says, did you see the protester in a paraglider flying protest banner a few feet over the Trump over Trump's head? Oh, yeah. He's lucky he didn't get lit up with a buffoon. I didn't see that. There, there are charges pending for this person. But last I saw, they were searching for this person and they're not found yet. But it's a no fly zone. So there, it was a crime to like paraglide or whatever fly however this person did over that particular area. Jeez. Eric Gray says, Trump is the president of the most powerful country in history by far. He didn't bow to a remnant of the past. The only people who care are members of the left's Pearl Clutters Union. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then one last one from BB. She still wants to meet Maria. It's this broad that's outbidding her. You guys are in a little bit of a, <laughs> you're in a super chat Let's war. all take a very luxurious vacation together. Yeah, really. Yeah. Um, thank you so much. We'll, we'll circle back. Coors lights are on me. We okay. need to get a move on. That's we're, true. We're well, the these, yeah, these last two are, um, actually the rest of these are all pretty light. Although I do have about three minutes of struck clips to play, but I don't have a lot to discuss here because as I've said, I really just don't think this was all that eventful. Uh, I, I, struck I mean, Struck a, looked evil to me. He looked the facial expressions were yeah. interesting. Was not expecting that. Uh, but so so Peter Struck, of course, as we've discussed frequently on this show, is the guy who was sending texts to his lover Lisa Page in the FBI. He was head of the Russia investigation and the Hillary email investigation. It was revealed per the IG report that he delayed the Hillary email investigation after Huma Abedin or um, Anthony Weiner, Anthony Weiner. Yeah. Emails. Additional Hillary emails were found on Anthony Weiner's laptop. And he delayed that to, to favor the Russian investigation. Right. For like a month that was revealed in the IG uh, report. So, uh, so Peter struck is kind of at the center of this uh, suspicion uh, that the that the FBI and the entire Russia investigation is politically motivated, tainted, biased, all that. He voluntarily voluntarily appears before the House Government Oversight and Judiciary Committees to answer questions. He was not under oath, but he still is legally bound not to lie. He was subpoenaed. Lie. Well, see, I saw that was dis- he said he was not. I saw that dispute in the exchange because Daryl Issa said you're you're a party to an investigation or you're under investigation. He said, "No, I'm not, sir. I'm here voluntarily." He said, he said "I believe." that I am here voluntarily. Yeah, but he also denied being subpoenaed explicitly. I, I'm almost certain he was subpoenaed. Am I uh, wrong the, about this live chat? I I've just been know out of the news for like two weeks. So maybe. I just know Strzok denied it. Uh, that's, that's what he did in the hearing, at least. But maybe, it, he, maybe he did it voluntarily because he knew he was going to be subpoenaed. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I O'Neill mean, uh, and Realist said Strzok was not under subpoena, but he was under oath. I thought he was not under oath. Huh. In any case, it's he can't lie. Like, were he to lie before Congress and it was provable, it's still a crime. So, a distinction without a difference, really, in this case. But anyway, the highlights I've got here. Isa, Daryl Isa of California, makes Strzok read his own texts, which is kind of fun to watch. Uh, uh, Trey Gowdy uh, prompts Strzok to... So, he, he's questioning him. Strzok denies his famous text of, we'll stop it, we'll stop the Trump presidency. Um, Had anything to do with... says that he was sworn in, that he watched the part where he was sworn in. So I guess he was under oath. Eh, Sorry, go ahead. Again, distinction without a difference. But thank you, Neil and Realist. (laughs) He's always, he's been very helpful. I'm not trying to be dismissive. Yeah. Snarky McSnarkerson. I'm looking at the the clock here, Miss. Sorry, okay. We got to move it along. We're running out of time. (laughs) And I got to get pregnant or something tonight. (laughs) Whatever's going on. (laughs) Yeah. My ovulation is scheduled for. (laughs) Okay. So, um, so, so Gowdy kind of prompts Struck to deny that that famous "We'll stop it" text had anything to do with official FBI action. Interesting denial. Okay, Louis Gohmert, 
rip struck for his infidelity and what caused everyone to just erupt with outrage. Um, Peter struck opens his commentary or the questioning by saying this whole hearing is a notch in Putin's belt. It's all just part of Putin's grand plan. I'm going to have a hearing where they all waste time and say outrageous things to each other. And Peter struck makes weird faces. It's all part of Putin's grand plan. And then democratic representative, Steve Cohen says struck deserves a purple heart. I'm unclear. What is the wound he's received? And who is the enemy who inflicted it? Daryl Issa, Trey Gowdy, are they enemies of the United States who inflicted wounds on Peter Strzok? We'll he had out. to know that was going to be poorly received. Come on. What a bizarre thing to say, say, even if it was off the cuff. Like, come on, dude. Uh, what, what, what? Even if you grant that, even if you're on Team Strzok, as a lot of these Democrats are, Purple Heart, you, you, he's, he's the same as combat wounded <laughs> U.S. military personnel? Yeah, come on, geez. man. Okay. Uh, let's, 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 this, this, as I said, this is a little bit long, so. That's okay. If you have points you want to stop, go ahead and interrupt me. And I'm going to just go to go to a date and then ask you to read your own words. July 19, 2016. Hi, how was Trump other than a douche? July 21st, 2016. <laughs> Trump is a disaster. I have no idea how destabilizing his presidency would be. Not ever going to become president, right? Right? Uh, no, no, he's not. We'll stop it. August 15th, 2016. I want to believe the path you threw out for consideration in Andy's office, that there's no way he gets elected, but I'm afraid we can't take that risk. And that being McCabe, correct? Yeah. That would be the Andy in question, mm-hmm. former Deputy Director McCabe. It's like an insurance policy in the unlikely event you die before you're 40. On October 20th, 2016. What the F happened to our country, Lise? What is important is that these texts represent personal beliefs just like those that you'd find on my personal phone. What these texts do not represent is any act, any suggestion of an act, any, any consideration. How is we'll we will stop, stop it, it not? Because <laughs> he's saying like the American people, like I'm acting. Yeah, out he'll it. speak more to that in Gowdy's section. Well, but... I don't think that's what he actually meant. I think he meant the FBI. But Oh, I, I well, I'm not satisfied by his claim that we referred to the American electorate. That seems look bizarre. Look at that smug look on his stupid elf face. <laughs> he is very elvish. He's elfish, yeah. Yeah, you're right. All right, let's hear more that we need to do this or not do this. And here you are before you've interviewed a single solitary witness saying F Trump. Lisa Page wrote, maybe you're meant to protect the country from that menace. And you responded, I can protect the country at many levels. Trump's- now, I, I had not heard that text before this yeah. hearing. Yeah. I can protect the country at many, many levels. levels. What? We uh, actually possible. talked about that specific. You had heard it. We talked about it in, a, in an episode like, I don't know, five weeks ago. Uh, you want me to fake news myself? I, I mean, no, if... <laughs> I, I was talking about it. Um, yeah. But I, I said, and I stand by what I said earlier, which is that that sounds like intent to me. I don't know how else to interpret that text yeah. in addition to the we'll stop it one. To me, this one, that one's even worse than we'll stop it. I can, what do you at say? Many I, levels, I, I can at many at levels. At many levels. What? Okay, so personal would be one, Peter Strzok. What are the other levels? Plural. What are the other levels? Yeah, you know you're talking about your position to the FBI. What the fuck else are you talking about? Right. I don't even know how he could. Lie I have his a way very influential internet blog on my personal yeah. time. <laughs> I'm gonna stream on YouTube. I'm Peter just okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Then we'll get into his denial here of of intent to use Ugh, the FBI in his official his capacity. Yeah. Keep an eye on his expressions. It's fun to watch. It's not ever gonna become president, right? Right. And you replied, no, no, he's not. We'll stop it. Who did you mean by it? 
Mr. Gowdy, as I've stated, that text was written late at night in shorthand. I don't care when it was written. About. I don't care it's whether it was longhand. That weird face right there. <laughs> yeah. Trey Gowdy is incensed. Look at his face. Huh. Okay, so at this point in time, he says, it was written late at night. I don't remember writing it. And then, right now, he immediately follows that up with talking about why what he said was justified and why he said it. Yeah, it's like, kind of incompatible explanations. Yeah. It's one thing to dismiss of like, ah, I was poorly phrased and off the cuff, and it sounds worse than what I meant. But, but he by says, the way, I don't even remember sending it. Yeah, and then he says, but here's the very specific reason that I it's did. That I yeah. did, exactly. Yeah. yeah. All right, so let's, let's hear him out. Cursive, I don't care about any of that. I want to know what it meant, Agent Strzok. It would be his candidacy for the presidency. And my sense that the American population would not vote him into office. Right, right. That text in no way suggested that I or the FBI would take any action to influence the candidacy of Agent Strzok. That that is a fantastic answer to a question nobody asked. I, I get that that's like that's like a, a Gaudi destroys struck or whatever, but I think the point that if I'm going to criticize Gaudi a little bit is that's the most important question though. Like, yeah. granted that you didn't ask that question at that point, Gaudi, but the degree to which Struck's bias influenced his official action right, in the but FBI. That's because Gaudi's trying to build a case for how his bias did. Getting a direct answer to that question isn't going to make your case. He's never going to get that answer. He needs to build the case around it. I mean, and that's why he didn't ask that question specifically. What is he going to say? He's going to weasel his way out of it. And the left yeah. will use that as a defense for why there was no bias. It's I mean, I'm just unsatisfied with it, but he's a more skilled prosecutor than I am. So, you know, take it with a grain of salt. I was just, I didn't think that that was the like destroyed moment that it was being promoted. Oh, I as. did. I thought that was hilarious. Hmm. Good for him. Well, how about Louis Gohmert? Oh, yeah. You looked into your wife's eyes and you were insincere. Oh, that's outrageous. This was a, stupid. This was, he shouldn't have done this. I do think there's a degree of hypocrisy, but I appreciate the spectacle. Agreed. I can't help but wonder when I see you looking there with a little smirk, so, how many times did you look so innocent into your wife's eye and lie to her about uh, Lisa? Mr. Chairman, this is outrageous. The credibility of a witness shame is always on you, an Mr. issue. Mr. Please, have you Mr. Know. Chairman, this is intolerable harassment of the witness. What is wrong with that? You need your medication. I have always told the truth. The fact that you would accuse me otherwise, the fact that you would question whether or not that was the sort of look I would engage with in a family member who I have acknowledged hurting goes more to a discussion about your character and what you stand for and what is going inside you. It's to your credibility that, and, and you lost your credibility. I have the utmost respect for Congress's oversight role, okay, this is but I strongly believe today's Putin. hearing is just another victory notch in Putin's belt and another milestone in our enemy's campaign to tear America apart. Mr. Trump, I don't know where to start. If I could give you a Purple Heart, I would. You deserve one. <laughs> this has been an attack on you in a way to attack Mr. Mueller and the investigation that is to get at Russia collusion involved Look at in our election. Face. I only have one question about that exchange. If I could ask Steve Cohen, is it Steve? Representative Cohen, yeah. Steve Cohen of Tennessee. Why not a Medal of Honor? Why stop at a Purple Heart? Medal oh, of Honor seems appropriate to me. My God. This makes me rage, you know? This makes me want to bring back old times where we hung people in the public square. No, well, I was I was watching a Ken Burns, like, West documentary about the settlement of the West on Netflix earlier while doing show prep, because I love that sort of stuff. 
But uh, they were talking about Brigham Young and the settlement of Utah. And back in the day, and I'm sure this was true in other states too, in Utah, when you were convicted of a crime punishable by execution, you got to choose your execution method between hanging, firing line, and guillotine. Yeah, that's That's pretty badass. Yeah. You get to pick and they're all terrible. Cool. Like this treasonous fuck can just sit here and grandstand about how he's never lied to the American people or to anybody else. It's like, how can you possibly say that? We can see your lies in front of our eyes. We can see what you did and nothing's nothing's going to happen to him because there just is no justice in our country anymore. It makes me rage. Lisa Page, his lover, is apparently going to testify before Congress behind closed doors, I think, this week. But isn't she going to... I mean, he testified uh, behind closed doors several times before this, right? I think he did twice. I, yeah, I don't recall. I don't recall. But it, I, we're not going to get to watch Lisa Page, unfortunately. It just makes the me same rage. Way. Like, I just can't believe he's allowed to do this. And he is just... He's just so proud of himself that he's going to worm his way out of this. He knows he is. He's, he uh, believes he, his own moral superiority in this situation. He believes he did the right thing. He's a smug little elf on a shelf, though. You're right. He's He's got that expression about him that's very... Oh, Paige testified on Friday. Oh, I thought it was I thought it was this and week. she's doing it no. again uh, tomorrow, they're saying in the live chat. Well, that shows how much I pay attention to the facts. You are fake news. Very fake news. The one thing I wanted to point out about this, like, uh, the spectacle is fun. Depending on which side you're on, if you if you hate Strzok, if you are pro-Strzok like some of these Democrats are, think about what we're watching here, which is a government investigation into a government investigation about government activity that allegedly went awry. So we ha- we're dealing with a federal government that it largely exists to investigate itself on multiple levels through and through like yeah. investigate that government activity. No, investigate the investigation of it. No, investigate the investigation of the investigation. I know. And people want this to give is, these people more power. And I watched yeah. a lot of the testimony and it was characterized by a complete inability to properly conduct parliamentary procedure. And I'm huh. a layman. And I was like looking at this spectacle, like people don't know what's going on. At one point, his lawyer is like, are we just not going to follow any rules? Are we just going to throw the rules out at this point in time? And in Goodlatte, who was trying to conduct parliament, he clearly just did not know what was going on. He was actually yeah. a fumbling old man. And I'm looking at these people. I'm like, premier law enforcement agency in the world. Like, seriously, they, these people look like old buffoons. And, and speaking of investigations, there's additional. The, remember, the IG report was about the Hillary email investigation, the one we spoke about a few weeks ago and the one that was revealing of Peter Strzok text, at least additional text or the, the damning one about we'll stop it. There's another one coming out on the Russia investigation. So the, there's additional investigation of Peter Strzok's other investigation. I'm not saying that these investigations aren't without merit. Potentially, there's very serious uh, findings behind them. But. God damn, does this all seem like a waste of public resources? Just just ridiculous. Yeah, it's like, are you guys going to indict him? Are you going to let us tear him limb for limb? Are you going to let us do that? Because if you're not, I don't give a shit about any of this spectacle. It's just embarrassing. And it's just, huh. it's just you know, there, there's no remaining trust in the FBI the longer they continue to do stuff like this. Hmm. Well, do you want to close out with these, uh, these two stories before we get to Super Chat and end the show? Does that sound good? They're pretty quick. Uh, yeah, sure. So speaking of the Russia investigation, big news. If this was like NBC or CNN, as I saw, I think it broke on Friday. Did it? I believe I had NBC on in the back and NBC news, special report. 
Mueller, Mueller, major news in the Mueller investigation, 12 indictments for Russian government officials. I, I didn't even bother reading the specifics on this because I know the only specifics that matter, but please do fill me in on the details of the case. So I think this was Friday. A federal grand jury indicted 12 Russian intelligence officers for allegedly, allegedly hacking emails from the Clinton campaign and the DNC during 2016, um, which this was on Friday, announced by the Justice Department. So all 12 defendants are members of the GRU, the Russian intelligence agency, and of the 12, 11 are charged with conspiracy to commit commuter, computer crimes, eight counts of aggravated identity theft and conspiracy to launder money, and another is charged with a separate conspiracy to commit computer crimes. I don't know. I don't think that there's a, I don't think there's a lot behind this. You can't extradite, so I, I fail to see the point. You're never going to see them prosecuted. You're never going to see them jailed. You're never going to see anything other than some Russians trying to... This is Rosenstein showboating so that he can convince the American people this whole Mueller investigation wasn't a huge fucking waste of time and money, which it was. So they released... Ultra, some people are going ultra tinfoily and thinking this is related to Trump's meeting with Putin on or next week. Maybe I mean Finland. they might be trying to to divert. It's Finland, right? Helsinki is that where they're meeting? Helsinki. Okay. Um, so they released a 29-page indictment um, starting in March 2016. The Russian agents quote used a variety of means to hack emails uh, to hack the email accounts of volunteers and employees of the Hillary Clinton campaign, uh-huh. and they also said quote. The conspirators covertly, the vague terms used in this, the conspirators covertly monitored the computers of dozens of DCCC and DNC employees, implanted hundreds of files containing malicious computer code, and stole emails and other documents from the DNC. That's from the indictment. Okay. So by April 2016, according to the document, the defendants began to release the hack material to the public by, this is where I'm like, bullshit. By using fictitious online personas like DC Leaks and Guccifer, or is it Guccifer? I don't know. I've heard. I always heard Guccifer, but the news coverage I've seen says Guccifer. Yeah, yeah. Guccifer 2.0. I just don't. I don't believe that he's some kind of Russian agent. You know, I, I just I'm not buying that. Um, I th- oh, you mean Guccifer? Yeah, it's like oh. I just I just don't buy this. The left it also is- did not mention WikiLeaks, the indictment. So. Right. Right. The, um, so, so was Rosenstein, all the, oh, go ahead. help me remember all the information that we saw publicly, all the emails, was that all via WikiLeaks or was it released on other sources? I, I can't even remember. I mean, the Podesta, I think everything was WikiLeaks. Remember they okay. released the dumps of like thousands and thousands. And, and that's, that's where I read the Podesta emails. So it's weird to think that, that they didn't mention WikiLeaks at all in this indictment when they seemed so sure that this was the the path of travel for these right. hacked documents. How right. does it get to the public without WikiLeaks then? Um, they're just going to use Guccifer as a, as a patsy because nobody really knows who he is. Okay. Um, so th- th- I thought that this was fitting because the left is shitting their pants about this, but Rosenstein straight up said in this press conference, quote, there is no allegation in this indictment that any American citizen committed a crime. Also said, there's no, no allegation that the conspiracy changed the vote count or affected any election result. Yeah. And I see, I see NBC breaking in with Richard Engel, and they're just shooting their wad about how it gets harder and harder to deny collusion with Trump and the Russians. And it's like, guys, this indictment says nothing of the sort. Not only does it say not say that any American citizen, let alone any American citizen linked to Trump, cooperated in this, but it explicitly says no evidence votes were influenced, altered, that the election was changed as a consequence of this. Now, I'm not saying, again, to be clear, 
to the extent I'll grant their premise. I'll grant the I'll grant their findings that Russian hackers got information they shouldn't have had that they were trying to influence the election. Foreign influence and sabotage of our elections is something to worry about. I'm not saying it is not, but you cannot extrapolate allegations. You cannot infer collusion based on the premise that a foreign actor got control of some information that they shouldn't have. There is a national security issue here. One that I want to underscore is important, but you cannot, they, 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 the left always goes one step too far. They take something that's true. They take it one step too far. That's completely unsubstantiated. You show me someone within the Trump campaign directly colluding to make this happen. And I'll start going, okay, you got a case here, but they don't have it yet. And that's what was so frustrating about this NBC news coverage that I was talking about. They go into their nightly news on Friday night, breaking news, major, major deal with the Mueller investigation, indictments for Russians, five minutes of coverage. And then at the end, Pete Williams, their justice correspondent says the same things you said. Oh, by the way, uh, Rosenstein said uh, no, no allegations against American citizens, no evidence that the uh, election was influenced, no connection, uh, no, no direct evidence of Trump collusion. None of that. That's, that's actually point one, but you pointed, you put it as point one fifty six in your report. And I kind of fast forward, skip, through their coverage to give you an idea of what that actually looks like. Breaking news tonight, major new charges in the Mueller investigation. A dozen Russian agents charged with hacking the Democrats during the 2016 election. Major new indictments by Robert Mueller's team announced today, naming names and bombshell details. The charges say it was the work of 12 officers of Russian military intelligence. The charges say in late July, the Russians tried for the first time to hack into servers in Clinton's personal campaign office. And the charges don't name WikiLeaks, but they leave no doubt it was another conduit the Russians used to heighten the impact on the election. But today's charges don't accuse anyone in the U.S. of knowingly helping the Russian hackers. There's no allegation in this indictment that any American citizen committed a crime. And there's no claim in the indictment that the hacking affected the election outcome. Pete Williams, NBC News at the Justice Department. Oh, Oh. thanks for that five-minute report and hype-up to give me the buzzkill for you at the end. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. The left (laughs) is just, you're right. They're they're totally creaming their pants over this. They can't get over it. They're like, (sighs) this proves, totally validates the entire Russian investigation. Are you even listening? You're talking about how the Russian investigation is about Trump, and he just said no American, no American, including Trump, had any involvement in any of this. <laughs> I just got a text. Daryl Issa is 10 out of 10 hotter. Is a 10 out of 10 hotter chick than Lisa Page? <laughs> Something to consider. If you're Peter Strzok and you're thinking about your next affair, Daryl Issa might be a good option. It amazes me that okay. these two unattractive people were able to even have affairs. Like, those yeah, what's people the, what's the most... Sex. Think about that. And they they probably talked about this stuff. Wet, that like elf-faced man and that gummy-smiled hag. Imagine being Peter Strzok's wife and you have to hear about the infidelity. And then you're like, who was it? And it's Lisa, Lisa Page. Page. You'd almost like, wanted it to be some young hot chick because then you're yeah. like, okay, I, I understand yeah, the if lure you're be, of vagina. But her? If, her? if you're going to be cheated on, you want it to be a massive upgrade. So you're like, all right. I, all right. You don't want it to be. You don't want to be cheated on and have it be like a two. You don't want to be cheated on with a two out yeah. of ten. I don't. You, nobody wants to be cheated on. But you know, I guess that's true. Wouldn't Wouldn't you rather like? It, I would rather have my spouse cheat on me with Chad three legs than with like that guy punching the 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 body the the Trump body in. in I don't know. Uh, I London mean, protests. I guess I would understand more. I, I yeah. would. I would get it. 
either yeah. way, you know, there's not great be either a, way, but I would, I'd rather... be on an episode of Dateline after that. So. <laughs> when, the, when we reviewed her former podcast episodes, the signs were there throughout. <laughs> why did nobody stop her? Oh God. All right. So why I delete my search history every day, <laughs> just in case I'm involved in some kind of murder suicide. You need to go on permanent incognito mode. They make a mode for you. It's the same thing. The porn addicts use. Oh Yeah. Yeah, just use incognito browser. So I just need to live like somebody addicted to weird porn? Correct. I can do that. Yeah. This, All right. this so really took a turn for the weird. <laughs> so their hero, well, okay, the, their, the, the, the story into which they put all their hopes, the Russia investigation, they think that got them a big win this week. I don't think it matters at all. We'll, we'll see if any additional evidence comes out. Their other, their other savior. Chad three legs. <laughs> Chad Tripod, you could call him that. <laughs> um, the old Chad Tripod. He's a good friend of mine. He he hangs out with my girlfriend a lot. It's kind of weird. No, uh, always working on art projects. <laughs> they're into photography, Chad Tripod and her. And anyway, uh, their other great hope, of course, was I don't know if she is anymore, but Stormy Daniels. Stormy Daniels is going to bring down the presidency because reasons, because she banged him 10 years ago and he paid her to hush up, but then she didn't want to. I don't even understand the controversy anymore besides like the infidelity. Which isn't something the left focused on that much. Eh. I don't know. I guess that is the, con- it's the hush money that they were so focused on. Who cares? I mean, even that is contractual story, so and consensual just... to me. All right. I don't even have the facts on it. Tell me what happened with Stormy Daniels. So she's on this make America horny again tour of like strip clubs. And she was charged this week. I can't even believe I'm, I'm recording on this. Yes, please read in detail. Allegedly, allegedly touching three undercover detectives while performing at an Ohio strip club. This was on the charges were dismissed on Thursday. So this is what happened. Detectives who were at the Sirens Gent- Gentleman Club said they observed Daniels remove her top and force patrons' faces into her chest. <laughs> when officers witnessed those activities, three detectives approached the stage. Daniels allegedly made her way toward two of the detectives, leaned over and grabbed their faces. She shoved each of their faces <laughs> between her breasts. Court documents say. This is my favorite part. She fondled a third officer's buttocks and breasts according to the document and then then forced the officer's head between her breasts and smacked the officer's face with her breasts. So a good old motorboat is. Yeah. Well, I guess it's only motorboating if they do the, the, the blowing routine, but she would, this chick was getting smacked in the, or maybe she was bouncing him so fast. It was motorboat. That's what she was doing. It was, okay. She was giving him a female mushroom stamp slap. (laughs) Jamie Foxx saying that shit, yeah. Yeah, she was, yeah, female Jamie Foxx. Good old Jamie Foxx. Yeah. Under Ohio law passed in 2007, this was the most baffling part of the whole story to me. Under Ohio law passed in 2007, an employee who regularly appears nude or semi-nude at a sexually oriented business is prohibited from touching patrons except for family members. They made that clear in the law. Okay, so incestual stripper touching is fine right so your stripper cousin can titty slap you how far does the family extend can it be like second cousin your stripper second cousin can grandma yeah okay but mom and son only only if you're related only if you're that's weird yeah why are do they have enough cases of 
family members getting titty slapped by their stripper. Well, so, so that was the speculation. A lot of people were saying Stormy Daniels was set up for political reasons by these cops. They did arrest two others. These cops did not just her. But if it was a if it was a stunt to get her, it also wasn't really effective because it wasn't a proper application of the law. I really don't understand. Like, if, it seems like if the cops were going out to do a sting generally for this specific purpose, they would understand the scope of the law. And... Also, she had slipped into irrelevancy already. Yeah, it's a little late. It's late. You know? Like, if this would have happened, like, two months ago, I'd be like, maybe. But I don't think that this is anything. Anyway, she faced three misdemeanor counts of illegally touching a patron, posted six grand bail, and was released on Thursday morning. But... Because Daniels does not regularly appear at the club. Remember that Ohio allows his employee has to regularly appear nude or semi-nude. at the How is that defined? Like it has to be at the same club because she's obviously a regular nude performer. Right. But it has to be at at that. that She's doing a tour. Why does that matter in the law? Like you can tour and motorboat? How is that the more baffling part? Not the family member exclusion criteria. They both are. But like what's the distinction to someone writing the law? Like if you motorboat and if you tour and motorboat, if you do a motorboat tour and touch all you want, want that's square under ohio law but if you stay in that same strip club in columbus i believe this was wherever it was and motorboat and what's regularly like is three times okay four how's that defined i don't know man we only report the most important news on yeah well this is important because she's supposed to save america with her titties Again, this is, remember, the same people who want to moralize about you know X, Y, and Z prop up this motorboat tour porn star lady as some sort of victim heroine. Yeah, I will say, cause. I'll give one to Stormy Daniels, Stephanie, whatever the fuck her last name is. Um, in her mugshot, it was the best I've ever seen her look. Actually, yeah, not bad. As far as mugshots go, not bad. Like 40-year-old stripper, like, okay. Oh, she got divorced, too. Recently or previously? In the last few weeks. Oh, From who the hell was married porn. to her? She was married to like a porn guy. Oh, a porn, porn guy. Producers. She was married to Chad Tripod. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Should we do some super jazz? Yes, let's. Let's. <laughs> okay. Oh, we're already five minutes past the hour. Wow. Uh, Joe Ryber, Jessup's stash reminds me of donut operator, my favorite grade. Oh. A mustachioed yeah. debunker of police brutality. Definitely a good source to check out when you hear the outrage against police. Yeah, I, we, have, we have invited him on before. Uh, he did uh, say, have we? People are always telling us to do that. He said he would come on, and then he kind of, I mean, I hate to put people on blast, but he did ghost me. Oh, really? So, yeah. But oh, I by try the way, it's speaking been a while. of ghosting, Sargon mentioned us in one of his um, videos and was like, I'd love to go back on being it was, it was It was the man, yeah, it was like a, a, a conference thing that he was at. Yeah, a patron. Um, did somebody ask about it? I got several links to it. Oh, cool. Cool. Okay, Sargon, you're on. I mean, I, I again, I appreciate her. Should, should we invite Sargon back? I, yeah. I love Sargon's work. Sargon's one of the, like a, a big. I still watch on this week and stupid every week. It it um, it was. I don't know. I mean, I tried a million times and I couldn't get him on. So it's like, all right, I guess this isn't happening. Yeah, I mean, he's always he's always welcome back. Uh, David R. So we can try again. Says one more time. <laughs> all right, oh, fine. Was that a summer classic showing? Uh, off bullet this past Thursday after the car chase scene ended, all of the audience started clapping and cheering. Fucking self-absorbed boomer degenerates. Yeah, huh. I feel I, like I did a bad. I, I shouldn't. Have, I don't. Know. I don't like. I don't know. People decline coming on the show or whatever. Uh, and I, I, I just I violate my own rule. Kind of. I don't really like doing that. But what your shit talking rule? 
Well, I just I feel like if someone declines to come on the show for whatever reason they want outside of like challenging me to a debate, then ghosting, they're kind of entitled to their privacy on that. And I feel like I probably should have honored that. I feel like Too I late did, now. <laughs> did the wrong thing. But uh, yeah, we have complained about this multiple times on our cats show. out of the bag. Yeah. Uh, down. Oh, you're talking about dollar operator. Or just anybody, anybody in general. I, 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 I've, I should uphold the principle that they, if they don't want to come on the show, that's not. For well, me to I am them, far so. less concerned with upholding principles, so mm. I don't give a fuck. Downskated says Israeli carrier condition three is what it's called when you don't keep one in the chamber. You were right, and congrats ah. to you, Blondie. You seem to have that just did honeymoon glow to you. No comment. It's uh, about time to go do honeymoon. I know. Got some honeymoon in today. Yeah, honeymoon uh, and conception. My God, how could things are private about people's lives, and sometimes they don't want to reveal, you know, what what's been happened in confidence. You're like, you are you ovulating? You need to go get knocked up. What is wrong with you? Ha, gotcha. When you got me, you got me. I did. Redica says so. Strock had delusions of grandeur about his powers. He is a maggot. Most FBI, I think he spelled Fegger wrong. Most FBI agents would have been fired for even saying anything for or against a politician. He sounded like a commie. Helicopters, I know. The oh. helicopter treatment for him. Curtis Miller, we need to catapult people like Strzok right into a brick wall like, like the old George <laughs> Carlin skit. Oh, I didn't know there's a skit on that. I, I, I need to brush it, up on my Carlin. I need to check that out then. Sock Puppet Joe, uh, Guccifer or Guccifer, which I've heard both ways, 2.0 was related to the Russian hacks. He put it on a different site from WikiLeaks. The media conflated oh. WikiLeaks with collusion to these hacks. Ah, okay. Gotcha, okay. Um, dangerous Space, did you hear about the 91-year-old man? Didn't you make a video about this? Yeah, go on. Who was assaulted with a brick. Media reported that it was because of Trump. Turned out the assaulter was a black woman. Media weirdly fell silent after that. That's how they do. Yeah, the Young Turks really botched this one. My last video was about it, so so check that out if you want to see my take on it. But yeah, I I, I think ripping the Young Turks and Jank is kind of a empty well at this point. I really don't like to go back to it because it's sort of hashed out. But when they're really deserving, as they were in this case, I... <laughs> it's, I can't believe how badly they botched this. And then they updated the story to say that Lakeisha Jones had been arrested. They didn't correct their earlier report. They left it they, up too. Th- yeah. They, they updated the story and say, Oh, it was, it was this black chick, Lakeisha Jones who was arrested. And they just act like they didn't say the day prior that it was definitely a right wing fascist, you know, racist who did it. They just, they just move on. Like they didn't even say that. Yeah. I mean, what, what do you expect from them? It's like every time they act without integrity, you're like, what's going on? It's totally consistent with how they've been historically. I'm sure some Qatari investor will still cut them a huge check. Oh, really? Did you see Anna Kasparian shitting all over Dave Rubin talking about how Yeah. Yeah. What a bitch. Um, You know, she's my age. She looks terrible. She's only 30? Yeah, she looks like she got dragged behind a car. She's like 31. She probably did. John Martin says, I'll start worrying about Russia after we solve the problem of press collusion with the Democrats. Yeah, really. Ah. Matthew Vicari pronounced V-care-y. Ooh, whoops, sorry. V-care-y. Yeah. I heard the NPR report on Stormy Daniels' story. Her lawyer was arguing that she was set up, but even he mentioned that strippers have been arrested for this before in the past. Yeah. Um, if it was a setup, it's a weirdly timed, odd setup. And also, why would like Columbus PD, I think this was Columbus, oh, I should check, but local PD care about... Yeah. I don't know. It seems like a stretch to me. Uh, But then she got out immediately and then the charges were dismissed. So it was the worst sting operation ever if if it was indeed. Uh, Jacob, my hog has a book out with his sister. Really? He should pay attention to the one to the of this one and say hashtag never again if someone suggests another book. Yeah. 
<laughs> Hashtag never again to another book. Yep. I don't know. We can't we can't say never again, gang, because that is reserved for the greatest tragedy of all time. The the Holocaust. You cannot compare anything to the Holocaust, gang. All right, that's as far as I'm going. On that note, great story. That's our last one. And rich. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Send your emails to <laughs> Send your hate mail to Beauty and the Beta and I will not read it, nor will make I sure forward to, it to Make me. sure to email Blonde about how you're mad at me. Definitely yeah. do that. We love it when people do that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, you say. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, let's get out of here. Uh, as I mentioned, we will be in um, in chat with uh, with some prospective guests. We've got to get some more people on the show. So we'll see we, who we can round up for you. Congrats on your wedding, Blonde. Happy to have you back. I know everybody was happy to see you tonight. So, Thank Don't you. ever believe that she's leaving the show. She's not leaving the show. I don't Never. want to hear any of that crap. Never. Thank you, Super Chatters and Live Chatters, helping us out with the facts, as you always do. If you're listening later on YouTube, on demand, or if you're listening to uh, one of the audio platforms, thank you kindly as well for supporting the show. Speaking of the audio platforms, you want to catch this show or more of this show, bonus stuff you might not find on YouTube, you can check those out. Uh, Colin shows up there too if you want to hear Wednesday night's disaster don't it's Apple Podcasts Google Play SoundCloud Stitcher they're all linked conveniently in the description for you and you can always email us with how mad you are at beautyandthebeta at gmail.com we will be back next Sunday because if it's Sunday sorry Chuck Todd you sleepy eyed son of a bitch it's not meet the press it is Beauty and the Beta see you next Sunday I guess.